Um, no, that's real, bro. Like, and I hope that their big homies are giving them that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? These mm-hmm. kids out here be getting exploited, bro. Yeah, from, for sure. From the A, some of the AAU coaches, the 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 shoe companies, the event planners. You know what I'm saying? Like, I that should be kids that are on that level should start getting used to the fact that keep your circle tight. You know what I'm saying? When you let somebody in, you need to be sure of that person. You know what I mean? Type, it's, type of it's thing. A, it's a whole different thing. Because I'm sure, I'm sure like when we were in high school, because like KD graduated high school the same year as us. Yeah. I'm sure, I remember seeing him at the, at the dunk contest for the McDonald's All-American when I was out here that year too. That was lit. Um, yeah, it was super lit. Shout out to our high school coach for getting us them tickets, man. Especially. Shout out to high school. <laughs> Shout out to high school. Shout out to Orange Glen High School. Yeah, hey, our anniversary. Fifteen? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Our, um, our senior graduation anniversary was on the first. It was on the first. Yeah. I yeah. seen uh I was hooping with Nadal. Is that thirteen years now? Yeah, thirteen. Yeah. We old, bro. Oh, we old, bro. But yeah, what I was gonna say about like guys in art, like when we was in high school, guys like KD and like Greg Oden was like the big, the biggest guy coming mm-hmm. out our year. That I'm pretty, they they were celebrities, but not like how it is now. Like, no, 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 like no, yeah. like Mikey's been a celebrity, and, I, and not and not like it's different when you Lebron's son and when you Shaq's son and when you D Wade's son. It's gonna be different just because of who your dad is. The lights is on, the cameras is on you. Mm-hmm. But when you somebody like DJ Dudley or uh, Mikey Williams, shout out to both of them, uh, one going into his freshman year. Y'all know who Mikey Williams is. One going into his freshman year, uh, DJ Dudley going into his sophomore year at San Cedro. Guys like Wait, he's them. playing in Drew? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At an early debut. I think he, that might have been one of the earliest uh, Drew League debuts. I was about to say, ever. yo. And he, I mean, and his first game was against Frank Nitty's team. You yeah. know what I mean? But anyway, like I was saying, like. These these dudes is full on like fully celebrities now. By the time they hit eighth grade, depending on how big of a star yeah. they are, you know what I'm saying. Like Mikey has been a celebrity for like almost two years now, yeah. and he's just now about to go into high school. You know what I'm saying? And we we're talking about how like how like when you talk to some of them, sometimes they see they seem a little standoffish or kind of like yeah. kind of like not too uh, not that they should be excited to speak to anybody, but just a little bit too cool for school. Yeah. And I was talking about how how that I'm pretty sure they old heads is is you know in their ear like. Hey yo, like because of who you are and the path you on, like everybody gonna be coming at you from every angle, you, yeah. offering you this, that, and the third, trying to tell you they could do this for you. So you know what I'm saying? Just be respectful, but stay on your toes, and you know all of that. If that's they one hundred percent good advice. advice. If they don't have anybody in their life doing that for them, then that's they're a that, that's a real shame. Then they're lost, and they're not gonna make it as far as everybody thinks. Right. You have like unless your talent is otherworldly, like. LeBron James wasn't nothing go derail that train. You know what I'm saying? Right. But everybody else that your talent is not just automatically going to put you where you want to be. You need to be leery of the people that you got around you. You need to be not not necessarily the people that you have around you, but as you like get fame and accolades and stuff like that, the hanger owners and all those other people that are literally just there because you are who you are. You know what I'm saying? Like that you definitely gotta be leery of that. Hell, like back in the day NBA players was getting robbed by their agents and shit. That still happened. Well oh yeah, of course, but I'm saying like to the point like Kareem played longer than he wanted to because he was broke. Had to make that money back. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying? And that's crazy. Just because a dude came up on him and was like, yo, I can manage your whatever. He don't know no better. He like, yeah. And then come find out, homeboy been peeling off the top for how many years? Getting you know his Alan Foster on. 
Anyway, we get to Lonzo Ball on. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, I was, I'm just saying. I just said Lonzo because people ain't gonna remember Allen. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. Before we get too deep in the podcast, let's go ahead and introduce it. Family Room Podcast, episode 14. 14. We back in here. Mike Rome. talk about something. 15. Step on room. We back up in here. Another week, another conversation, another sit down. Same family, different room. What's the other little tagline we came up with? Um, Damn. I, I think I it was just with. Potter's Pod and we ended up Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had Potter's Pod. Yeah, Potter's yeah, that was Pod. Was. Anyway, same family, different room. Episode 13. I guess I should say family room podcast. 14. Episode 14. 14. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Two intros, who cares? Uh, thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for coming back to us. Whatever platform you listen to us on, we appreciate it, whether it's SoundCloud, Apple Music, Spotify. It's a couple of other ones that, that we own too as well. I remember all of those, but the link the link is in our, our Instagram bio, so all you got to do is hit the link, and it'll take you to our little our little Anchor website, and you'll be able to get to get to listen you'll to You'll be able to get listen, to us. Get to us on any platform that you have. You know we got to I mean? make sure we drop them names every week. Drop what name? Like Anchor. Spotify, oh yeah, Spotify. we on Anchor. Like we, we got, on Spotify. We you know what I mean? We on SoundCloud. Uh, we on Apple Music, if I'm not mistaken. Um, hopefully we gonna have videos on YouTube pretty soon. But right now we just dropping uh, we dropping snippets and uh, put putting on, on Instagram and putting videos on on IGTV. I really like IGTV. By the way, I mess with. I wasn't messing with IGTV at first because I was just like they make they make it where you don't really have a choice. They, yeah, they feature it so much and make it yeah. kind of so cool. Well, and like you know what I mean? this is what happened for me. Like, I wasn't watching because I was just like, okay, whatever. It's just another place people going. It's like they live. You know what I mean? I'm like, okay, whatever. But the I'll say the influencers that I that I, that I I watch are starting to use it. And then, so forcing me to go there. You know what I'm saying? So now they're using it. I'm on there. And I'm like, yo, this is kind of dope, actually. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, for me, I'm a sports junkie. It's cool to just see some sports shit. On the Instagram live, tap it, and I'm running through all. Yeah, oh yeah, on the story, and then now it's just running through everything that I like. Need, I feel like I need to get caught up on because that's how I am with sports. Like, and see, I did it. I was on my personal page, and I just wanted to like look at like the quality of the video because sometimes I don't know if you like if people really know if they pay attention that much. When you post videos and pictures on Instagram, it compresses it a certain way, and so like the resolution or like the like the clarity of it might not be. What you wanted it to be when you first, I, I was about to say editing your picture, but not everybody be editing pictures and stuff like that. But but anyway, Shit, I was yes going they on, do. well, yeah, but I mean, like, <laughs> no, I, mean, like I, mean, I, mean, um, I was going on IGTV just to look at, like, the, the how good the video came out on there, and I ended up watching our, the last one we posted, I ended up watching the whole thing, mm-hmm. and while I'm in there, I just happened to, just, and it just, it's, like, for real, like a channel. Mm-hmm. Like, if, if you post, like, if you got multiple videos that you posting on IGTV, you full on got an Instagram channel up there with like all your. I mean, obviously, I guess I should have been on that. And I'm definitely late to the party. I ain't breaking no news right now. But I'm just saying, I thought it was real cool. Like I've been Gary V, Stephen A, ESPN, like all of the stuff that I'm like really, really into. I'll just go watch their watch their IGTV and go go get whatever I missed. Speaking of Gary V, I know you love Gary V. I'm a big fan of Gary V. I'm a fan of him too. And but I I see people. I see people online, and I mean, he clearly, if you listen to anything he says, he doesn't care about nobody that's not trying to hear him, you know what I mean? Right. But, like, I could see some people's gripe, although I like him, because he almost talks in absolutes. Like, he's figured it out, and this is exactly what you need to do. And... I disagree. I, Maybe you haven't seen enough of him, but go ahead. Well, just, like, when he says something, like, he was, make, like, he was making a point um, to somebody... 
It was, it was almost like they was doing like a town hall thing. He was fielding questions from a live audience that was there. Mm-hmm. And um, he was saying that most people that buy like nice things are doing it because of, not because they necessarily like the thing, because of what they think is going to make people think about them and and how they need to sell that BMW and not spend 400 bucks a month on that car they need to sell and get a Toyota, although it's not the perception you want to like pursue. It'll get you closer to your happiness because now you don't have to work that shit job to support this house that you just got for the looks and this car that you just got for the looks. Like, And the dude was like, well, I got the car because I do like the car. And he was like, I understand. I'm not saying you, but I'm saying majority of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Well, you don't think that's true? Nah, man. I th- I think that I don't think it says no, no, no. People are definitely buying and doing things like I know people that in their work field they're like, yo, I gotta look the part. You know what I'm saying? So they they'll lease a car when they gotta go pick up a client or whatever it is. You know what I'm saying or whatever it is. But I I don't think that people are I don't think a majority of people are buying houses and buying cars, thinking about oh how is this gonna make me look to my friends. I think that's a very elite group. Of people that have the money to think like that. I don't think that's the everyday dude. Like, he bought the Benz probably because he's like, yo, I've been working my ass off for this car, so I bought it. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, he knew he was going to have to pay that note or do whatever it was. You know what I mean? I'm just, and like I said, I, I mess with Gary Vee. just some, like, some of the comments I was saying is like he, like, he speaks like he's figured it all out and all of that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, and I could kind of feel it, but like I said, he, he, over, there, he over there preaching that uh, inspiration, so I'm with him. I'm with him. He's like, yo, go chase your dreams. Go do that. And I and I personally think that the world would be a better place if everybody was just out here chasing their dreams. And I do agree with him that everybody's dream, I heard him say something like, everybody's dream isn't to get rich. Right. You know what I'm saying? Your dream is to do something. And if that makes you rich, okay. But your dream is whatever it was when you were a kid or as you were growing up or right before you graduated or your dreams may adjust once you started working a job. But the goal wasn't just, just to accumulate all this money and things and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the big thing I mess with him about. He's like, what are you passionate about? Okay, shut up and go do it. That, that's why I mess with him. Because he's like, oh, you, you want to do this? Okay, so why are you at that shit job? Go, you want to get a camera? Go here, here, here. Go buy a camera. Stop 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 doing what you're doing or work as long as you need to till you could go do what you want to do. You know what I mean? Like I, I mess with that. But I, I do feel I do feel the people that feel like he talks in absolutes and it's like, yo, it ain't just that simple, you know what I mean, type of shit. But it is though. It's not always that type it's not always that simple. People can't always drop what they're doing and go pursue their and the, and and, and, their... and see the only the only gripe that I thought that was legitimate that old girl gave him and he still gave her the business too. He was like up on stage and he what his whole thing is he tells people like he'll ask how old are you? And he'll be like 23. And he'll tell him like, bro, you can drop everything right now, go try some stuff and fail for 10 years and still be hella young. Like, what are you talking about, bro? That I feel like somebody like me, like he would tell me like, bro, you're 30. You're young. You could. But bro, I got, I got a wife and I got a kid and I got, you know what I'm saying? So he wouldn't tell me that because I already have these like big responsibilities that I could take care of. Yeah. So I, I highly doubt he would say that to me, but just by and large, like I, I agree. I agree with, 85 to 90, 90% of the things he said. Oh, I'm not saying I disagree with everything. I just I just thought that was interesting. I mean, you know how I am. If every, like, I, I, I want to see both sides of whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? Whether I change my mind or not, I can see why people feel, the people that detract from him. 
I can see why they would or why they're saying what they're saying. Although I, although I think they're nitpicking on homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Because like I said, he's preaching that go chase what you want, go get what it is that you want. Mm-hmm. Which and and I'm and I'm, I believe the same. You know what I'm saying or whatever. But I, I get what the detractors are saying. Although I think it's like it's they're they're aiming it too broad. They're saying that oh he's saying that he got it all figured out. No, he's saying I'm right about this. This particular thing right here, I'm right about. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, okay, you said you hate your job. Why are you there? Leave. I agree. You probably should be making an exit plan. He doesn't mean drop everything right now. Like you said, he's talking to a young kid. He's like, yo, you're 20? No, 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 no. Don't tell me you're too scared to go do anything. You can go fail and still you got time to figure it out. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, scary as a 50-year-old man having to change his whole life now because he wasn't, no, or a 60-year-old woman who wasn't in the tech, and now tech took her job, and now she got to figure out what she's going to do. That's scary. Mm-hmm. But like, and, and I agree with him on that, but like I said, I'm just, just putting out both sides of it. I go, I go back to whenever conversations like this come up and about like what you said about like making money and like being scared. I'll, I always go back to, like I said, and I said it on here, I always go back to that Nipsey Hussle quote that I heard, man, years ago, when he said, the internet is made where ain't nobody got an excuse to be broke. Yeah, you ain't necessarily going to get rich. But you can definitely get some bread out here with the internet, bro. Anything you good at, if you got any type of talent, anything you're interested in, bro, you, you can make a run at it. You could really in a think, legit run. I don't see, and I just disagree with that a little bit. I mean, I, it's not where like you won't be broke. You can make a run at it and be not very good at it or not very good at social media in general. You know what but I'm saying? I think the point is, if you want to figure it out, if you want to put the work in and 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 see what's good on this side, there's something for you over here. I think that's the point. Because I mean, I, I was doing workouts. I didn't make I didn't make millions off doing them workouts, yeah. but I was making pretty solid money at one point. Mm-hmm. And then it slowed up. You know what I'm saying? When I hurt my knee, and then when I try to get it back going for whatever reason, I didn't get it back going. I had to figure something else out. Yeah. And now. I'm doing this photography stuff, and I'm never putting the camera down no matter what happened. I'm having too much fun. I'm never putting the camera down, but I'm just saying. It's two things that I just tried, promoted myself, showed people that I was doing it, and I was able to make some money for myself. Again, not enough money to pay all of my bills without my day job, but enough money to pay some of my bills and to have some pocket money. Yeah, like you, 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 can, you can get out here and get on your grind and make something happen, bro. There's really no excuse anymore. There's no excuse. If, if you don't have any money, it's your own fault. It's your yeah. own fault. I feel you. I feel you. I feel you for the most part. I just think, like, everybody's not going to sit. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Let's take your scenario with the workouts, right? Right. Let's say I'm trainer X, whoever the hell it is. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And they're like, you know what? I've been doing these workouts. I'm going to start promoting myself. I'm going to give me some more business. But they're not very good at what they do. It worked for you because you're good at what you do. Or if, like, you're not hitting. You know what I'm saying? Like, or people aren't feeling like you're popping like that on Instagram or whatever it is. Like, I see a million of these funny guys or these, like, comedians, these Instagram comedians. I don't follow barely any of them. You know what I'm saying? Because they're comedians, but I don't think they're funny. Bro, how many, how many, how many clothing lines do you think, how many more clothing lines do you think you've seen because there is an Instagram? I would argue that there's more Instagram, that there's more clothing line, little small mom, not even mom and pop, but just like small clothing lines that are up and running because there's Instagram. I mm-hmm. think a lot of these people that make these these like clothing lines that they know that 
I, I don't think everybody's making their clothing line with like, yo, I'm going to be the next Ralph. Like, yo, I'm going to be the next Supreme. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are doing that. I think people are making their clothes because they understand that their family, their friends, and this local area will, will support them and there's money to be made there. And I don't think people would be doing that without the internet because they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to promote in the same way. It's kind of, you could say it's sad in a way that people are like, no, I can't do that without Instagram. I can't do that without the internet. Or you can look at it on, on you can look back, look at it, pardon me. You can look at it on the flip side. People are like, yo, I can do that because I have this free way to promote myself. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not saying don't like do you it. literally don't I'm even saying, have no money to no, promote yourself. No, no, I'm I under I if understand, you want to go hard promote yourself. I, I understand. Yeah. I mean you do. I understand exactly what you're saying. I'm saying I can have and all I'm saying is I don't think it's I don't think it's a again, an absolute to say that you're gonna make money if you go here. You have to be good. You have to have a clientele. Just because you put it up there, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I've had an Instagram for damn near since Instagram been out. I should have a million followers. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But I only have whatever I got. You know what I'm saying? Why, like, why should you have a million followers though? If you're saying it's just come out here, promote yourself, and people go attract. You but know you, what I'm that's saying? That's not what you were doing though. You were no, doing that's that's, that's, that's a fact. That's a okay. This is what I'm saying. If my clothing line isn't very nice, that, that like just because I'm on the internet don't mean I should make some money. I, I it might get mean a, you I should, might... but I bet you would. Oh yeah, I get initially somebody's got, gonna buy and, something, and that's my only point. Oh, okay, you got okay. access to all these people. Somebody's gonna like, but what the, you're but doing. that's okay. That's that's the other side of it. It ain't all these people. When you get an Instagram account, you got zero followers. You have to build that up. You know what I'm saying? You got you got to build that following up, and for those of you who think that like we're new to potting, fourteen episodes in, mm-hmm. it's not easy getting a following. It's not. not. It's not because event initially you're gonna pop to you and your friends, and it's Daddy. gonna be like yeah, you gonna pop to you and your friends, and then like so this is how the art goes: you and your friends, like everybody you know, they go support you, and then some of them is gonna start falling off, and you gonna see a little dip. And then you're going to start doing what you're doing. You're getting better at it. Then you're going to see a little increase. And then some of them people are going to fall off. And then you're going to see a little dip. So it ain't like, yo, I'm going to get my following. I'm going to get it popping and I'm going to get it going. You got to get a following. And that's a job in itself. Facts. Well, we're finding out. That's a job in itself to consistently be on there and to be interacting enough to where people want to come back. You know what I'm saying? Like, and... Shit, you was on me a little bit about promoting. I was like, well, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, no, that's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll just be honest. I was like, well, shit, like, niggas fuck with it. They fuck with it. You know what I'm saying? But how do people know that that they even fuck with it unless you're, you know what I'm saying, getting out there? And that's what, like, I guess just me, I'm just being, I mean, a novice in the marketing and the pushing of a a brand. Because, I mean, I guess that's what we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's that's the lumps you're gonna feel through it. So you're gonna be real high when we first we first started, we was like, yo, this shit. You see these people watching this listen to this shit? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They was like, ah oh, fuck. You know, and that's just the natural arc of shit. People go somewhere, they check something now, they the hotter code to them, then they go somewhere else. You get some of those to stay, some of those leave or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But shit, how's uh how's your weekend been? Sunday night, how's your weekend been? My weekend was good. My weekend was good. Friday night, I had a uh, had a training at work for summer camp coming up. 
So we did that. Them camp training days were long in a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then afterwards, uh, a few people from camp went out, played some ping pong, shot some pool, got some drinks. I told Dre out, DeAndre, I was going out. He came out, messed with me. Came, went, kicked it with him for a little bit. Chilled at his house out afterwards a little bit. Came on home. Shit, we got two. Shit, we got two cars this week. Let me know if you and DeAndre are getting up, bro. Okay, we got right. two cars this week, Darius. <laughs> Damn, boy, I'll okay, be for sure. I, I tell DeAndre that he for sure will be trying to do something. Yeah. Um, 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 um. Saturday, yesterday, um, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. Um, sat I my whole the whole week I had been planning to go down to the Drew League because it was week one of the Drew League, mm-hmm. so I wanted to make sure I was there for that. But I wasn't sure I was going to make it right. A lot of pictures, a lot of videos. That's gonna be coming real soon. I already got some pictures posted from that. I actually, got some dope shots of uh, Frank Nitty, last year's MVP. Check me out uh, at Michael Flicks, Michael Period Flicks on Instagram. But uh, yeah, so I wasn't sure if I was gonna go to the Drew League or um, or uh, Brienne was in town. Oh shit! Yeah, she don't never hit me. And her, uh, she she was like, "Yeah, you and your wife and, and Puff should come up. We could finally get the kids together." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna do that." Um, and I had planned to go because I thought it was going to be a real uh, uh, shot in the dark if I made it to the Drew League. But then just luckily, bro, luckily, I was up Saturday. I think I was doing some laundry or cleaning up. Or I was definitely cleaning up. I'm not sure what I was cleaning. But uh, uh, my boy EA hit me. I was like, yo, you going down to the Drew? I'm trying to jump in with you. I'm like, bro, I'm trying to go, but I'm not driving. Like, wifey got the whip today. He like, oh, let me hear Ro. Uh, the homie uh, Roshan plays on, on Frank Nitty's team. Mm-hmm. Then let me hear him see if we can ride with him. And just luckily, bro, like luckily, Keish was going to Menifee already. Keish and Baron was going to Menifee for a birthday party. And Roshan, the dude that plays, just moved to Escondido two weeks ago. That's great. Perfect. So I told, I told wifey, I was like, yo, on the way to Menifee, just, just drive me and Esco. She did that. Uh, went, went and picked up EA. We drove down to Esco, jumped in the whip with Roshan. Roshan had a ball, had a blast riding down to the Drew. Just... Cracking jokes, freestyling the car, you know, I had the camera. Y'all gonna see that too. Y'all gonna see the content, uh, the, 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 the footage of that too. Had a dope time on the way down there. Uh, got there, it was one game right before Rose walked in. He, I mean, because he playing on the same team as Frank, he got the pull, bro. Like, we could, we come up like in the back, like the front parking lot is packed. Actually, he didn't even check that parking lot. Like, the front parking lot where he's supposed to park, he didn't even go to that. He drove to the back, and it's packed. Dude working security was like, yo, it's packed, bro. You can't park right here. Like, and it's full up there, it's full. And dude is like, <laughs> dude that play on Frank's team, his AKA is a stick-up kid. He, he is like a defensive specialist. Yeah. He, uh, he like, man, tell him the stick-up kid is in the building, man. And dude was like, kind of looked at him like, bro, you wildin'. <laughs> and then dude walked off and then came back and was like, well, y'all good, park right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up. Hey, hey. We going it's to nice it. to have it like, it's nice to, yeah. it's nice to have it like that. And it's great to have friends that got it like 100%. that. One hundred percent. It's great to have friends. One hundred percent, bro. Last time, I mean, granted, it was a. This was week one, so it wasn't like all the Nike cameras weren't in there yeah, yet, yeah, so it yeah. wasn't like a big deal yet. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's my, the truth, right? My last week going, I just happened to go on a big week mm-hmm. when uh, when uh, Jordan Clarkson, Demar Derozan, and, and uh, like a whole bunch of dudes was in there. So like the Nike cameras was out, and so like when you like a, just a, a freelance dude, when you don't come with like a company, you got to like go and like like yo, this is I'm. I don't work for a company. I'm by myself. This is where all my content is going to be. Because they're like, look, bro, you come in our gym and get some dope footage. We need it. We need it. Maybe this is our gym. So you got to sign the little yeah, waivers yeah. or whatever. But you That's still own your own content, but they smart for doing that. Yeah. But, anyway, but anyway, walking in, I don't know if it's because it was week one or because I walked in with him or whatever, but I didn't have to. And I walked in camera out because I'm trying to make sure as soon as I get in, I'm getting stuff. They had to fill nothing out. They had to say where the content was going, nothing. 
Um, he, he was he was telling me he's like, yeah, I'm gonna take you to meet Frank, which wasn't a big deal. I was really there because I mean I was gonna talk try to talk to Frank about like you know moving with him for the summer, get some content, but I'm pretty sure he got mad people hitting him up for yeah. that. So I was like, I'm just mess with the homie, ride with him all summer, get content from him, and then not just him. I know like it's at least four dudes out here from Dago that I know that's that's mm-hmm. playing in the Drew. I met like three dudes last year that live in LA that's playing in the Drew, and like I said, I'm trying to be in there every week. Like so even if, even if I you know even if I got to drive or like. Hop on the train. I'm gonna be hitting you, bro. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to make sure I'm in there every week, bro. Yeah. Every week. But uh, yeah, that was that was my weekend. And then today, and then today, uh, just uh, had the the last of that 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 camp training. Yeah. So I went and did that and came back, watched the game. Now we here potting because Potter's pot. Potter's pot. How was your weekend, bro? Man, my weekend has been good, bro. Um, <laughs> so Friday night, Friday night. Um, again, just ch- I was just chilling at the house. Um. Early Saturday, like midday Saturday, I woke. No, early Saturday, I woke up, went to the gym, went to hoop. Me, Isaac, and uh, the dog came down. The dog came down. We was hooping at twenty four. Yo, that boy still got that gun. That ain't going nowhere. He pulled up a couple from like never. Ain't never. Damn the He couldn't do shit else, but he could definitely let the thing go. Like we won like four straight in there. <laughs> like they was hot. They was hot. But um. It was good catching up with him, talk to him. I would love um, for the daughter to see me play now. Yeah. I would love for yeah. the daughter to see me play now. Know, you know my knee ain't right. Like more than likely I need surgery. But oh, I went and saw about I went and saw about my knee. They told me it ain't it ain't messed up enough to do to have surgery. You just gonna let somebody kick you or what? I don't know what I'm gonna do. Chop? I'm about to just start I'm back on the weights, um be running up and down. And and then I'm gonna just I'm gonna just keep on playing on it. I'm not doing nothing that's gonna get me real hurt. How 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 limited are you? Like if you can't go, how much can you go? What percentage? You can't go a hundred. How much can you go? I'm like I'm like seventy. Okay. Nah, bro. But so like, it's like that seventy is like I could sprint but can't stop. Okay. I could jump but not hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like like when when we went to mom and dad's house, like I'm taking it easy, stepping on them stairs going up to there. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like okay, I'm okay, not. Okay. It ain't like I could just boom, boom, boom. Like, I got to be in the right position to push off my leg. You know what I'm saying? Type mm-hmm. of thing. But, um, so Saturday was good catching up with him. And then, um, I took Darius. I took Darius. No, Friday I took Darius out of town. I not took him out of town. I took him to the airport. He went back to SAC for a week. So me and wifey had the house. <sighs> I haven't noticed, bro. I honestly haven't noticed, like... Cause you think like just adding one more person to our house, we got a three bedroom apartment. Like it ain't really. It's just me and wifey. Adding somebody else, you don't know how you don't notice how differently you live till they're not there. Mm-hmm. Like, I sometimes in the morning I just go get my glass of water, butt ass, and I don't I don't do that anymore. <laughs> like, cause I'm like shit. There is my walk in here. You know what I'm saying? Bro, or whatever it is. So like, I noticed it right away. I had my nephew staying with me for like yeah. two months. And you know me, I don't necessarily be be naked, but I, I nigga, I shit, I stay in my drawers wearing some shorts with nothing shit, underneath. I be butt and ass. you can no shirt, nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just, I, I just, I don't know. I be, I be like a natural light. <laughs> y'all live upstairs, <laughs> so y'all can just leave everything open. I live downstairs. Yeah, that that is a luxury. And, and, I, and, I, and I like having work. natural lights. So I, I like having my patio open, so I can just be walking around buck naked. Yeah. Of course, Baron don't care. That nigga run around buck naked if you let him. Be like, bro. Put some clothes on. We got the blinds on. <laughs> oh, I didn't tell you. So Friday, Friday, um, I had the whole afternoon to myself. 
Actually, Friday, I took Darius uh, to the airport. So I had the whole afternoon to myself. I took him early in the morning. Yeah. I took him early in the morning, and I cleaned the house. I started the cooking, all of that stuff. Um, I did some running around with Darius, so I bought wifey, like, a little shirt that I knew she would like. It was like a Marilyn Monroe shirt with like a band with a pink bandana on her face. Mm-hmm. Like I knew she would like that or whatever. So I got her that when she came home. I had stuff all ready. You know what I mean? We had the house to ourselves. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's, all I, that's all I need to know, man. You know what I mean? Had some fun. We went out. Had us. Oh, bro. We went to a steakhouse. Bro. They had this drink. Number one, I've never been nowhere where... They give you a drink limit on a particular drink. They had a moonshine lemonade. And they said, yo, the house is only going to allow you to buy two of these. That's how you know it's that fire. Yeah, so me and Bert, of course, we're like, yo, we got to try this. I mess with the moonshine anyway. So we tried. It wasn't as crazy as they said. Wifey was feeling it. I had one. And then I didn't drink another one because I I had to drive back. Right. But when we got to the house, she said she was feeling it. I, I was cool. So we just had us a little Netflix and chill night. Netflix and chill night. This yeah, I mean? crazy. Yeah, I mean? <laughs> it's like, yo, we in the house. We living with a college kid, bro. Like, it ain't like we can't do what we gonna do. But it's different with somebody in the house. Right, you know what right, I mean? right, right. So we was just like, you know what I mean? Being being two young, good-looking married people, we did what we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This dude is crazy. <laughs> Oh, and I found and I found my. I was about uh, to ask you about that. I seen you was talking about that. Let, tell me about your summer swag. Man. I what found you, my summer swag. So, Darius works at he works in the clothing retail. So we go to his store so he can pick up his check for. Oh, he got his job back. Yeah, That's where he where he um take off um before he take off catch his flight. So we up in there and I'm just looking at some t shirts and they got all these t shirts. Um, and all they they like this one that I got on. It's just a random color tee. They nice, comfortable tees, a little stretchy or whatever. But they got like these emblems on them. Like the one I'm wearing right now got a cactus. The one of the other ones I bought got like an astronaut. Like one of them, one of them. Oh, say it just say hustle. You know what I'm saying? So I got that. So that's gonna be my summer swag. I'm gonna just be teasing my jewelry just with the random with the random logo. Teasing my jewelry. Y'all hear this fresh nigga? Yo, what you I'm just ju- stop playing. You got on two of your chains right now. Don't you, talk you about me. You got on two chains right now. I know, but these are my only two. Stop it. You got on two of your mini oh, chains. Stop it. You ain't even two chains. You mini chains. This dude said tease and my jewelry. That's his summer <laughs> swag. Jewelry I already have. I'll make a song called Tease and My Jewelry. Te- tease jewelry that I already jewelry. have. Tease and my Not jewelry. Not even. Not tease. even. <laughs> Not even. Hey, I've been yo, speaking of speaking of songs, I've been listening to Victor Oladipo been making me want to sing, bro. You ain't finna sing. I'm like, I know, man, but I'm getting that bug. <laughs> I know, man. But I'm getting that bug. <laughs> I was bugging that at the crib. I already told you I'm finna rock the baseball shirts this summer. I'm done. That's how I'm finna go with the Vans. Yeah, yeah, you said Vans that last. Awesome, uh, whenever last was last time you was at my home. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Baseball, baseball tees and and, and Vans sneaks. Oh, awesome. I want to say this. Me and Bird want to want to babysit Baron so y'all can go out. Not just so y'all can go out. So we can, so I can babysit my nephew. Okay. As so y'all can go out. That's a bet. You ain't said number one. Yeah, Bird was like. Do they not want us? She was like, "Do they not want us to uh, babysit Baron?" Because I said something to Keisha about it, it just hasn't come up. I was like, "Babe, you probably gonna have to say something again." 
<laughs> I was like, I'll talk to Mike about it. <laughs> and, and then, and then, I don't know how it is for other parents, but I would imagine it's the same. When you got when you got set sitters that you know and you just need a sitter, you just call in the go tos. You're not trying to get creative with your babysitter. We go call the parents. We go call Miss Stephanie, and then if that don't work, I wouldn't. Parents, Miss Stephanie, Bree, and then if that don't work, then it's like okay, then we got yeah. we got to figure something out. Yeah. But yeah, low key, if that stuff don't work, then we probably just not going out. But good to know, we gonna hit yeah. y'all yeah. for yeah. sure. For sure, sure. we gonna hit y'all for sure. Let's jump into these topics, man. Yeah, Thirty-two yeah. minutes in, uh, you said little little Dirk turns himself in. I ain't really, I ain't really read up or nothing about that. Oh no, yeah, little Dirk. Um, a warrant came out for his arrest for a shooting that went on. Somebody got hit three times. Um, I get, the charges are attempted murder. He said he found out when he was on tour. He said he canceled his tour, ended his tour, turned himself in. Um, I mean, from everything I read. I read on it, and I, I read, like, two articles on it. It seemed like he don't have nothing to do with it. It seemed like he was there. It seems like it was one of those things, like, a rapper was somewhere. Somebody on, got on, shot. So, so, okay, somebody got shot. Okay. Somebody got shot, and because he's the known person there, like, and it's, it's got some gang affiliation to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know nothing about Lil Durk. I've heard a couple songs. I, I'm not a, I, I wouldn't call myself a fan. I, I don't know nothing about dude like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't either. I, I don't know, I, I, I don't I know what kind of life you. he's from. I couldn't but, name you a song if you told me to. But from what I, from what I read up, like, he's, like, affiliated. Like, he knows people or he used to be in the gang and all that other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever. So I know more about his personality than I do his music. I've seen a bunch of interviews. I can't, like I said, I couldn't name you a song. I know what he, I know who, I, if you, like, I saw his picture, saw him in the lineup, I could definitely point him out, like, yeah. like that, but I just don't know his music. I mean, what he said, direct quote from um, his interview, he said, I have nothing to hide. I have nothing to run from. When we found out that there was a war- warrant, I was actually on tour. Once I heard, I immediately came back. Um, and it says, when blatantly asked about shooting the victim, they asked him straight up, they said, did you shoot the victim? And he's on camera. Like, I watched a video interview. And he said, um, no. Like, looking at the dude, like, no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I I hope this isn't one of those things where they're just trying to chase down the rapper because the rapper was there. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. Like, And I just think, I just think that's crazy because I don't know. I don't. I, it's not like I'm in the country music or that I listen to enough to know about the artists and they're moving, moving around. But it seems like to me that rappers hip-hop artists are the only ones that it's like something happened and you know and you was around there come on in we got a warrant out for your arrest you know what i'm saying i don't know how often that happens to other people i know because i'm attached to hip-hop that it happens to rappers all the time i just hope i just hope that little dirt could if he didn't do it that he could clear his name and he could get out of there unscathed like he had to he had to cancel a tour he had to stop his money to go handle this and I hope it's, I just I just hope that if he's not involved, that he could get past this quickly, mm-hmm. so he could get back like get back to his bread. Like artists make their money on tour, right. you, you know what I'm saying? Like right. that's not a small thing. That's not a small thing for him to have to stop that and go handle some legal shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I mean, you you got any thought? I know you say you don't really know much about Dirk like that. I just I just saw like I've heard a couple songs like I like a couple songs I was like whatever I don't really look for them but when I saw this I was like damn like they getting another rapper mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying or whatever so I mean I guess 
Yeah, I, I just we just wish the we just wish the best for Lil Durk. Yeah, I'm sure, I mean, yeah. he talking like that. Like I ain't got. I I think it'll be fine. Nothing to do with it. Nothing to hide. Yeah. Like I think it'll be fine. But I mean, but okay, but see, this is my issue because it'll be, it'll be something like, what if, what if somebody he knows knows the guy that shot somebody, or you know what I'm saying, like, or the gun was in the possession of somebody that run with him, or something like that, like. I just feel like that shouldn't be like his his issue. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If he's that many degrees away from it, why y'all stopping his money? That that's just how I feel about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I guess I guess running with staying with rappers in controversy. <laughs> yeah, let's go ahead and talk about Meek man in the Cosmopolitan Hotel. So hey, they, so they put him out. Well, we didn't talk about this last week. Yeah, well, no, it happened. Talking. It happened in between pods. Yeah, so I was finna, finna yeah. give it like kind of like the, yeah, the rundown. So he was there. He was trying to get into a party, correct? Yeah, pool trying party. To get, what? It was like a pool party, or like it was a party at this at the Cosmopolitan. Right, and they didn't let him in. And his whole thing was like, "Yo, I didn't. Every time my name has been on any poster, any type of publicity for y'all, I didn't drove money into Vegas and into this hotel. So it's like, why y'all fronting on me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and I guess not. I guess." Stories are coming out. Reports are coming out that uh, Las Vegas Hotel apologizes to Meek Mill after rapper accuses them of discrimination. Well, well, the other detail is they kicked him out, citing that he was in an incident before. Right there, you go. He was in an incident before, and, and now he's on some list up. that they don't have to let him see of people that they that they're not allowing into their into their establishment because they've had conflict in here before. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, what are you talking about type of thing? And then he accused him of the racism. And now they're coming out and apologizing, saying there was no altercation that he was involved in and all of that other stuff, which, yeah, get out here in public and clear that man's name up. Meek Mill been through a lot, bro. Which they scene. did. Their official uh, apology is we apologize to Meek Mill for how we handled the situation on Saturday, May 25th, as we did not act in a respectful manner and were wrong. I like that statement. I mean, they got. I mean, they gotta eat that crow, and I'm and I'm glad they, they did. And good and good for not, Meek Mill. Meek Mill has not had any prior incidents on our property. Yeah, and, and good and good for Meek Mill, man, to get that. Like he been in enough stuff. You know what I'm saying? He right. been in enough stuff and gone through and been like, you know what I'm saying? Put behind them bars and all all type of stuff, and it just, it it seems like stuff like. It just seems like everywhere he goes, like he's being treated on how the perception of him was in the past or how people or how he moved in the past. And he's been on this like other shit for a while now. You know what I'm saying? And for somewhere to come out and be like, yo, you were involved in an incident. and That's why we're not letting you in. And then like to find out that there was never no incident. Right. That y'all saying. It's like you're literally treating him by what you think that he is. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is how I would see. If I'm if I'm somebody that owns a hotel, okay, this is a multimillionaire mm-hmm. that is coming to my establishment. Oh, we gonna make some money tonight, right? You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Let him in. Let him in. Even if he's been in a situation before, unless it looks like he's bringing a situation in here, let him in. Keep the security close. You know what I'm saying? Let's keep an eye on him, make sure it ain't nothing. And then after we see that, let's let him party and spend his money in here. 
You know what I'm saying? And it's just it's good that it's good that he got his apology. He got his public apology. Mm-hmm. That that's why like that he deserved. Yeah, when you're a public figure, you need that shit in public. Yeah. So people know. So your other business Those are facts. can run smoothly or more smoothly. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 I mean shout out to these rappers that are getting theirs. <laughs> that are getting theirs. Cause that don't happen for everybody. You know what I'm saying? That might have they could have did that behind some closed door stuff, and the big perception of him could have been, could have stayed, oh, Meek Mill started up trouble where he was going places. Mm-hmm. But now this is coming out now. We was wrong. We didn't handle this quite right. And sorry, please come back. That's pretty much how I took it. Like, right. please come back. We would love your business. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. Check you out, Rundown King. Not even. Rundown King. What's <laughs> next on the Rundown? <laughs> Uh, I mean, we might as well stay with artists and music. Right. Speaking of artists and music. <laughs> y'all, see, y'all see this nigga stuff? I'm trying to grow up in the podcast. Y'all see this man growing I'm up in the podcast? I'm trying to grow up in the podcast. Go ahead, that man. Segway. Uh, What's next? What's up? Um. Oh, I saw this. Um. What was that track? Cardi B and Bruno Mars. The um. Hold on. Let me look it up. I have it written down here. I got it written down. The um, what was the one they just did? She did with Bruno Mars. I don't know about to find it right now. But um, that song, that song um has been finesse. No, here let me find Please it. Please me. Yeah, that song has been on the charts, the Billboard charts for eighteen straight weeks. I think inside the top ten, and that's a record for women. That's a new record for women. So big shout outs to them, and of course. Both of them is mega stars, so that song is gonna do that kind of numbers. But I'm happy for Cardi. I mess with Cardi. Like, I'm just a big fan of her, man. I'm a big fan of her. Like, like I told you, like I was telling you earlier, I live with one of her disciples. So more Cardi than I would probably listen to is on me. But I do like it. I do like it. Like this song is not bad, and. I like I, I like Cardi when she in her grimy bag though. I was about to say you be liking the female rappers, bro. When Nicki yeah. was first out here, you yep. couldn't get enough. Yep. Cardi first out. I remember you was. I'm. I was trying to tell you like, yo, bro, this meat. Not meat. This uh, this this victory lap. This Nipsey Hustle is dope. You like, bro. You hear that dude Cardi? I'm like, yo, this nigga's is a big fan. <laughs> bro, album's good, bro. <laughs> the ill the illest one out of it. Well, is Rhapsody, but my personal favorite is Young and May. I mess with May. But that's um, another, I was about. That's the one. Another one I meant to mention. Ooh, you know I, I think me- you, you might like her more than you like any female rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, me- yeah, yeah. I mess with young man. Yeah, she's sure. nice. And I was look for all y'all out here that's listening to this. I was listening to Young and May before y'all. That's a fact. Because <laughs> I know everybody likes to take that credit. Like who was first on it? I don't want to hear from nobody in Cali that they was listening to Young and May before me. I don't want to hear. it. I don't want to hear. It. That's just, <laughs> that's just where I'm at. I get like, that. Yeah. I give you that. That's a fact. Um, oh, Cause, other cause, music. Cause your big homie from New York, and he put you on them early. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, I yeah. That. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Damn, is my big homie. <laughs> he really is. Uh, what's next, man? Oh, what other music? Well, let's just run down all the music stuff. We could talk about it. Bet. You heard? Um, you heard Cardi B's new single, Press? I haven't. Oh, I was playing that. Um, that's that's the song I was playing. Um, the Cardi song I played just so just so you could hear it. I was just refreshing myself on the lyrics before we got started. That was that song. Okay. Like yo, yo, that song, and that that's the Cardi I like. You gotta, you gotta hear it, man. You gotta hear it. Oh, you about to play it? 
Yeah, bro. I mess with Cardi when she's in her grimy bag, bro. I had seen this. The artwork for this. Yeah. You see the... I mess with Cardi. <laughs> I mess with Cardi. I, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I think she cute to the motherfucker, too. That's why. She got the video that goes to that. Artwork is just a whole bunch of clips of people to watch. Oh, I can't, I can't show you without playing it. But you know how, like, on Spotify, um, some people, like, they got album art, and some people just put, like, a little short nah, I don't video. know how Spotify do. I'm on Tidal. Oh, man. You got to get, get Spotify done. Nah, you got to get Tidal. But, um, so on there, sometimes, like, artists can upload, like, the art that they want for that. Some people, like, put, like, videos. It'll just be, like, a short. It's, like, a short, like, probably, like, 30 seconds. And it's just different videos of, like, them, like, walking her in, in that, in that uh, kind of like press cover, covering up her, covering up the nips and her hoo ha. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So and it's just a whole bunch of clips and a little sexy boy, sexy boy, a sexy boy. <laughs> um, but that single, that single is hot. Um, I think, I think that Cardi. This is what I think because at first I was telling wifey, I was like, "Yo, don't get used to this Cardi that's out here, man. She popped now, like it's over." She gonna be pop now. Like you might have to look for another female, like rapper. She about to be doing pop tracks. And then when this came out, wifey ran in the living room. She playing a song. She go, I thought Cardi was just gonna be pop. That's why we like her, cause she not Nikki. She a real bitch. Like, <laughs> I was like, damn, Nikki ain't a real bitch. <laughs> Bird and they're going hard, huh? Yo, she's a disciple, bro. She's a Cardi disciple. I'm not gonna front. But she was like, yeah, and I was like, damn. And this is what I think now, because I, I honestly, and maybe it was too early, but I thought this shit, like this hard shit like this was over for Cardi because she had crossed over. She crossed all the way over and it's a lot of money behind her and they just go keep on doing what bring the money in. Mm-hmm. But I think that every year, right before or right as the summer starts, she's going to do more of this. Heat the streets up with some of this? Yeah, because this will last through the summer. Yeah. This will last through the summer and it'll get her plays and spins and all that and she won't have to like... The turnaround for her albums won't be as quick if she could do this and weather the summer. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think nobody's going to be playing her album all summer long. But they'll play this track. That press song will play. That press song will play. And, I mean, just, how, how you feel about Cardi? How, how much Cardi do you listen to? <laughs> Only when you tell me about her. I don't, I like her, I like her personality a lot. Like, that. that's, you, you're probably going to hear me say that about a lot of people, especially if they knew her. Cause I watch a lot. I'm on YouTube a lot. A lot. I watch a lot of interviews, so I see a lot of people. I just don't always hear their music. She's somebody that, like, early on, you had no choice but to hear her music. But now I don't really. Um, and I followed her on Instagram just because she was funny. Like before she like popped all the way off. Um, and she fine. Yeah, and she cute. She cute. Um, I wouldn't say fine. I think she cute. Oh, though. I think she fine. Nah, she cute. She cute. Um, but no, nah, I don't. I only I really only listen to Cardi when you tell me about it. I don't really be. Like oh no nah, and like I said whenever if, if she got like something featured on title because title do a little thing where like the little slide comes across and like whoever's featured up top yeah, yeah. you listen you know to all that stuff no not all of it but if it's somebody that that I'm familiar with that I know yeah, about yeah. I'll check it out I'll check it out yeah, yeah. I, you know what I like I like that um, female rap is opening up because I feel like every time there's like a hot female artist it's like hip hop as a whole. Or at least rap as a whole, it's like they make us choose one. Mm-hmm. It's like they make us choose 
like like the big thing when Cardi came out I was like, oh shit, she about to like she about to move Nikki out of here. Like there's more than enough room. Like there's a million men that are rapping. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like there's enough there's enough room for us to have multiple female female artists, female rappers in the game and and all of them thriving. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not a thing to where hip hop ain't a place to where there's like one or two. There might be one or two at the top, but we got we there's a ton of room. All this different kind of music that's coming out now. And with Nikki still doing like it ain't like her last album didn't do numbers. It didn't do her normal numbers, but it still did numbers. Everybody else would be crying and they get them numbers. You know what I mean? And now uh and now Cardi out here and now Meg the Stallion coming. And yo, Meg the Stallion could really rap too. And that's with Rhapsody out here and all the other chicks that's out here. Um Remy Ma and all and everybody else out here. Like I like I like where female female rap is at and I'm glad that we're like not so much like I mean we still got the Nikki Cardi stuff, but it ain't like nobody's trying to pit Meg the Stallion against Cardi. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we're like, okay, she could get it too. And I mess with Meg. You should listen to Meg. It's just it's fun music. Listen to Meg the Stallion's uh album. Or just listen to a couple tracks, because she could really rap too. I give it a run. She could really rap too. Like she nice. She nice. But musically, what we all been waiting for, but What's that, that Jim Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. That El Capo. Bro, his album is so hard, bro. His album is so hard, bro. I haven't finished it yet, but what I've heard, I definitely Bro. Like. Bro. I've only got one listening to it. I mean, you know, I'm... If there's any, if there's anything musically that I'm a disciple of, it's the dip set. Oh, that's no question. It's the dip set. And, and like, it's easy for me to say. And most people that know me will be like, yo, you go flag for anything Dipset. But no, bro, like, this Jim Jones album, like, I thought Wasted Talent was good, man. I listened to this one time, and I, and it ain't like, oh, I thought Wasted Talent was good. Wasted Talent was really good. Yeah. That was Jim's last uh, last project. Um, This El Capo? Mm-hmm. It's nasty, bro. Like, I agree with something I heard on a Joe Budden podcast where he said it's like Jim Jones's American Gangster. Because, like, the beats mm-hmm. is like, it kind of feels like that. Like, all the pictures that we get from anything old school gangster New York, mm-hmm. it's like those beats and it's like that feel. And it's like Jim's really rapping. It's really, he's really rapping, bro. Like, he's spitting. Mm-hmm. Like, I was telling um I was telling wife she don't know nothing about the dipset like that. She only know what I've told her. It ain't like she went back and listened to him or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I was telling her, I was like, this dude was not even a rapper when they first came out. Mm-hmm. He didn't rap. He was the like hype man. He would do like the muscle. Yeah, like the muscle dude. He was the hype man. He would do like the the, the ad libs. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. and she was like, Who is Jim Jones? I was like, you know the dude that's like, we fly high. Bullying. She was like, oh, yeah, I know that song. I was like, yeah, that's him. She was like, so that dude's never, like, he's never, I was like, no, he's been a rapper. But he's not, like, he was a rapper once the group got on and they was rappers. Right, he was like, oh, you can make a lot of money doing that? Yeah, like, he's a hustler. <laughs> like, he's a gang dude. Like, he's a, you know what I'm saying? Like, or whatever. It's just, like, to see his evolution and to see him at the age that he's at, been in the game as long, meant so much to the game as much as he's meant. 
and him and like him, Cameron, the whole dip set, what they've meant to hip hop mm-hmm. and all of that, to see him still getting better, bro. I know like you go definitely different with me here, but it's almost like for me seeing Jim Jones rapping at the level that he's rapping at. And this album is good, bro. Like I won't say it's Jay-Z level rapping, but to me, I'm like how we was all like when 444 first came out, we was like, damn, that nigga Jay-Z still getting better, bro. He's still nice. Mm-hmm. Still got it like that. Mm-hmm. I was like, Jim's still getting better, bro. He's still getting better. Like, no, I can agree with that. Like, no, he, I don't think anybody can argue with that. It's just, it's just a really good album, bro. Like that New York feel. Like, you know how I am. Like, I don't know how I've been in Cali all my life, and I just, I mess with that East Coast dips that sounds so much. But just that, I don't know why that sound just resonates with me, bro. And I, I mess with it, bro. And he, he's killing every track, bro. His features are dope. Like, shout out Jim Jones, bro. Dipset for life, man. <laughs> Dipset for life, bro. Like, <laughs> I mess, I mess with it, bro. I get, I gave it a hard time just because I gave Dipset a hard time when y'all was first on this because how hard y'all went. It was annoying how hard y'all went. <laughs> they're there that you. You can't tell the story. It's undeniable, yeah, bro. You can't, you can't tell the hip hop story and run through that time period without bringing up Dipset. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and Jim Jones is holding, the, holding it down, bro. Holding it down, bro. Trendsetters. Oh, yeah. Style. Like, style oh. benders. And, like, and I was thinking about, like, cause listening to this Jim Jones made me think about Dipset and all that other stuff. And it's like, I know for me personally, I won't say nobody else. Like, I picked up a lot of things from music. Mm-hmm. I was talking about this last week. Like, you're taught certain things at home. And then whether you go to school or whether you play sports or wherever you get it, some of those things are reinforced. And different things are introduced to you. You know what I'm saying? We were always taught to, like, be ourselves. Be unapologetic about being yourself. Be respectful, but don't compromise who you are. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like I know for me, like with the dip set, when they were first coming on, like I was spending a lot of time, like not when they were first coming on, but when I first got into them heavy, I was spending a lot of time by myself. And that was the first time that I had done it. I'd always had people around me that were kind of like validating my cool. I'll put it like that. Like I thought I was a I thought I was an all right dude to be around in high school, like and I had brothers and my friends and all of us. We were a super tight knit group. And people like kinda ma- like like we were kinda like madness. People were just always around us, you know what I'm saying? Right. And stuff like that. But just like my own personal swag and how I wanted to rock my shit and all of that, like that was reinforced by dipset. And not necessarily like I was wearing them colors and all that, but I was like, yo, these niggas out here in pink and purple furs, bro, and they don't give a fuck, bro. And I was like, you know what, dog? I can rock my shit unapologetic. I'm not really. I don't really care what nobody so else think of my shit. So is that when you say you developed your style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. It's not when I developed my style. I felt like I already had my style. They like I stepped harder in it. I got you. I stepped harder in it. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. cause I tell people all the time. Like, I tell people this whenever they talk about dancing. I say. Yo, dancing half the battle is you gotta think you gotta be having a good time. It don't matter like it. I most of my dances is old man two steps now, but I swag them out. And I'm having a ball. I don't care what nobody right. else think. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what Dipset did for me. That's what that and like hearing Jim and, and hearing his album and all that taking me back to all that old Dipset shit, bro. Like I've been listening to Mozzie and Dip and Jim Jones's album all weekend. 
That's what's up. That's it. That's it. The Jim Jones album is dope, bro. It's really, really dope. If you don't listen to Jim Jones, you're missing out. You should listen to this album, um, El Capo. Go listen to it. It's really good. If you like rapping and you like East Coast style rapping, like real, it's real New York Harlem shit. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you do know what I'm talking about, you like, hell yeah. If you don't, listen to it. And I'm pretty sure you'll be like, hell yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's fire, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think, in high school, when you was into Dip Cassidy. That's yo, yo, that was your man. That was your man. I don't even time. know how I met. Got that mixed up. You can't tell. You couldn't tell me nothing about Cassidy back in the day. <laughs> nah, I couldn't tell you shit. Because yeah. nobody tell you shit about Cassidy. Cassidy was my dog back yo, in the day. Yo. You know what? The crazy part is, with Cassidy, is like, I think he tried too hard to be a star. I think he should have tried hard enough. Nah, see, I think he should have just rode his lane. I don't, I, but see, in his time, I don't know if his, if just him riding his lane on a mainstream stage, it would have came around. It would have came around in time for him. But like, I mean, he had hits. He had the one with your boy. Yeah. I think he took his actually with aura. I think he took his 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 stardom as far as he could take it, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he had because he couldn't like, write like a hit. He didn't have like right. He wasn't an artist like that. He was a rapper. His biggest songs is probably as big as as big as a song as he was ever gonna have. Oh, I mean that's like we said that song with Aura was huge. Yeah, hotel. That's, yeah, that yeah, that hotel song was huge. Yeah, I wish I could play it. It's a good song. Actually, Girl, you wanna know. come to my hotel? Like, but I ain't messing with Kells. That's actually a good song. Yeah, but it's a I really mean, good song. but and see that's and that's gonna get us talking about this R. Kelly shit. And I was just talking to oh okay, this is a good combo because I was just it's about separating like. Like artists from their art. Okay. And I was, who was I talking to? I forgot who I was talking to. It was a group of people, but, and I was telling them, like, it's situational for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I used R. Kelly as an example. Mm-hmm. I said, for, for some people, they can separate Chris Brown from what he did. Mm-hmm. They can separate the artist. And what the whole Rihanna situation and what that what that ended up, they could separate those. Mm-hmm. And I told him, for me, it depends. And they said, what do you mean it depends? It depends on if you like the person. I was like, no, it doesn't matter if I like the person. Depends on their offense. It depends on their offense and it depends on what their art is portraying. I feel like okay. R. Kelly is singing about the sick shit he was doing. Chris yeah. Brown ain't singing about beating up chicks. Yeah. And if he was, I would have an issue with it. I still have an issue with it, and I personally won't support Chris Brown like that. But when I hear a good Chris Brown song, I think it was like episode 11 or whatever, when he had that song with Trey Songz that just came out a little while ago. I was like, yo, I hate that Chris Brown because he could do this shit. Mm-hmm. But he's not singing about his transgressions. You know what I'm saying? Like like we was just saying, that Hotel song is a really good song. And then I start singing the hook, and I go, damn. R. Kelly, come on, bro. Girl, you want to come to my hotel? I don't even buy a room key. I that don't even a buy fishy. a room key. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, and like, and they were just like, no, if somebody does something, it shouldn't matter. They shouldn't, like, I was like, are you saying that nobody can ever come back from anything? And I was asking this person, it was a female too, and I was asking this person, I was saying like, so are you saying that no matter what we do, no matter what anybody does out here, if you deem it bad, they're done. And she was like, if you're a public figure, you should be held to a higher standard. And I said, and I told her, I agree. 
But do you not feel like public figures should be able to rehabilitate, um, re- have remorse, change, and then move forward? Because mm-hmm. I asked her, I was like, do you think Chris Brown should even have a career? And she said, hell no, he beats women. I said, okay, so what is the alternative? Could Chris Brown go be an accountant? Could Chris Brown be a trash man? You just don't want him rich and famous, right? And she was like, no. I was like, no what? And she said, like, no, like, I don't think that he should be making all this money with those offenses. I was like, okay, well, you're going to be chasing everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, I personally feel like we need to give everybody the room to rehabilitate. Mm-hmm. If Chris Brown's saying he needs help, let's get him his help. If he don't change, okay, we try to give you your help or whatever. I'm not saying you give him chances and chances to beat on women. I'm not saying that. Right. But I'm saying he should be allowed to sing for a living. Right, right, right. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, and and should I be dip- the public choice if they want to support Exactly. Him. And I differ. And I think the exact same thing about R. Kelly. Where I differ is I'm not going to support that shit because I feel like you're singing about that sick shit. You know what but I'm isn't saying? that kind of the same thing? If, if if people choose to support it, they choose to support it. Yeah, but no, but You're she's talking about what you support. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and okay. I'm talking about me. And she's saying like he shouldn't be allowed to have the platform to make all that money because he's this. And she's demon like she's demon Chris Brown as a woman beater, which he is. He has beat a woman. He's not but, a woman beater. He beat a woman. That's just like if you lie one time, you are not a liar. You lie. I feel you. If you if you miss. Two free throws. You're not a poor free throw shooter. You just miss those two. I, I, I got to stop doing that. Like people as a whole got to stop doing that. I feel like, okay, this is what I'll say. I feel like there's certain things that you do that should always move with you and should be on your rap sheet. And it, and it will. That's always going to move with him. It's always going to be on his rap sheet. But that so doesn't it mean, doesn't that make him No, it doesn't. That means, that means we're, never, this one we're never going to forget time. that he beat that woman. But he's not a woman beater. A woman, uh, uh, someone that a is, a, is something is somebody well, no, that. But yeah, okay, well, that's true. But it's somebody that consistently does that. Because this was my argument with Chris Brown on the first time. I said this ain't the first time he put his hands on her. I agree with that. You don't beat somebody like that, and this was the first time. Well, yeah, it had been known that they had like like trash hotel rooms and. Yeah, but that's but that's different. Him getting mad and wrecking a room. I'm saying for him to put no, his hands No, they said on. them in there together. Like, they was in there rumbling and, like, them trashed a few oh, hotels. Oh, shit. Okay. okay. But let's not... He doesn't... He doesn't... He doesn't yeah, he, we, let's get... We yeah, ain't gotta... We yeah, might yeah, even we cut gotta, that out. We, we, we ain't gotta drag... Yeah, yeah. He's oh, we don't need to cut it out, but we won't drag Chris through that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, we're, we're off the music. <laughs> we're, we're off the music. Um, oh. Um, your boy, Nick Cannon. Did you see that? That he said, um, well, it came out, it came out that people were saying that he wasn't gonna keep on going because you know when Nick first passed away, he said he was gonna carry on his work with the doctor. Uh, how I always Sebi Sebi. Okay, I wanted to say Sebi, but I always pronounce it CB or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, the doctor Sebi doc. Um, it posted. I saw it on I saw it on Instagram, and it was like, oh, Nick Cannon says he's not gonna he's not gonna continue this for death threats and all of this other stuff and yada 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 so nick cannon posted that and then put uh, he posted that column that that picture that was showing um that said nick cannon not gonna continue with nipsey hustle's doc um on the dr sebi um um the dr sebi doc and he put like who the hell said this the work still continues type of thing and like I just I just thought it was noteworthy because that is still coming. 
Right. That is still coming. And Nick Cannon was like, I was reading, I was reading like the little article. He was like, yeah, I do get, I do get death threats about it. He's like, but I've I've gotten death threats in other parts of my career too. Right. He's like, this is the most important, this is some of the most important work I've ever done. I'm not going to stop. That's dope. And I just, I wanted to bring that up to shout out Nick Cannon. Because I know I've. San Diego native. I know I've been not critical of Nick Cannon. Like, I don't think he's done nothing to be like, oh shit. But I've been like, yo, fam, get a bag. But is he as talented as we be acting? He is. He just, he, he just. He's talented in a different way. Yes. He's just, you don't necessarily like his art, which sounds crazy. I think he's a jack of all trades, master of none. Nah, he's mastered that that whole like hosting and like executive lane. He's staying in an executive bag. Okay, yeah, I guess. Okay, I that's guess how I'm he, talk- that's how he's built his empire. Okay, I okay no okay no I agree with you. Because if he has to just live off his albums and his movies, I mean he'd still be very paid. About, but... I was thinking about on camera talent. That's okay, what I'm thinking. Okay, okay, that's what I'm thinking of. But no, 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 you're absolutely right. I mean, most of his money comes from the shit he's producing. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. He yeah. don't never gotta hit the stage. Like if he decided not to be on Wild and Out no more, that's still a show, and it's still a really good show that does numbers and that makes money for him. And that he created, yeah, that he executive produces like that money yeah. long. He he could not have. I mean, he, of course he wouldn't be as rich as he is now, yeah. but he could have never done anything else and just live off his Wild and Out money for sure. Oh for sure. yeah, and that and that's another reason why like. We should be shouting Nick Cannon out because Nick Cannon is not just sleeping on the bag that he's accumulated for himself. He's out here still pushing the agenda. He's out here for us, even though I don't always agree with everything he says. He's in the right place. It's just like Charlemagne. I don't like a lot of the shit Charlemagne say, but when he's talking about us, he's speaking from his heart and he's dead ass serious. And Nick, Cannon, and I can respect that. And 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 and. And Nick Cannon, he's created so many opportunities for so many people. Like it's it's like four battle rappers that. Will be just sitting around waiting on battles to get them. I'm sure they all get money other ways. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. That's a consistent income. Income, yeah. and it's a nice check. And then they have the Wildin' Out tour, and then he's got, you know, put people like um, what's his name, the uh, the funny dude, country dude, bring that ass here, boy. What's his DC Young Fly? Yeah. Um, um, what's up? Anyway, it's a whole bunch of like these like internet dudes that like, I'm sure they would have found a way. But Nick Cannon sped their process up. And, and no, and let's not say you're sure they would. Yeah, we're not sure. It's they hard to found do what they were right, doing. And right, Nick Cannon right. gave a platform like, okay, like even all those wild and out girls. I see chicks now that are out like doing basketball beauty stuff or got some other business popping off, and then their bio says "Wild and Out Girl Season 12. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they're putting that up there because that is something. And Nick Cannon definitely is giving them. Like that's a springboard. Yeah. Nobody's on wilding out and they're trying to make that their career. But Nick Cannon understands that. Being a wilding out and gives you and gives you that platform to come whatever whatever you're promoting yourself as, come be that on the wilding out stage. Being a wilding out girl is, is is like being a fly girl. Well, maybe not. Maybe not. Because the fly girls was dancing and like legit yeah. getting deals. But I mean, some of these girls is like getting modeling deals, getting little no, that's little, a fact. Little acting that's deals, a fact. Little, little little gigs and music shout videos out, and stuff. Shout out Nick Cannon for um, shout out to Nick Cannon, man. For Braven, I this is me. Hey, getting, this his, is me and his my podcast is dope too. I, I need to listen to it. I master to to uh, Nick Cannon's masterclass. I think mm-hmm. is what it's called. It's dope. Mm-hmm. I like it a lot. Like this. This is Speak me and my. Bit? This is me and my conspiracy bag. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't feel like the whole. I don't feel like the Nipsey thing was happenstance. 
I don't I don't feel like none of that is happenstance. I feel like it has to do with the work he was doing. I feel like it has to do with um yeah. some of the stuff some of the stuff that he was into. I think that 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 Dr. Sebi doc is part of it. And and if that and if my theory is right, if that has something to do, anything to do with his untimely death, Nick Cannon picking up that mantle is risking a lot. I agree. And shout out to people that are in Nick Cannon's place that are still for us and for the culture. Because it ain't easy to be Jay-Z and Beyonce and be talking all that black excellence and black power shit and you guys sit with all them people that ain't trying to hear that. It's not easy to be Nick Cannon and they know what you stand for and you got to go sit in this meeting and you know what I'm saying? And you got to politic and deal with these people. Shout out to everybody that's standing up for us that are in places like that. Getting back to what you said about the whole Nipsey Hussle thing. I was I was one of the ones early that was like, look, man, this wasn't just no random that's, like street stuff. I'm not back. Like, I'm not even arguing about this one. But then I backed off it just like just how it looked. But now I really don't know, man. And part of me wants to be like, bro, don't even give that that type of thing no energy, man. Like, he had a beautiful home going. It's a lot of, I mean, it's it's some good things coming out of his death. But it's just like every time you turn around, it's something about some community work he was doing. It's some 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 big plans he had that he was just about to start, and like some 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 big thing that he was just about to get going. And it's just like it make you think it got to be something more. But I've, I've been trying my best to like, you know what? Because once I, once I get locked in on something. I'm a, I'm a really I'm a really find all the info that I need to find so I can make up my mind about it and I haven't done that yet I'm trying I'm trying not to because I'm I I don't want to say I just stopped crying but it took me a while to stop crying and I, I'm just now to the point where I don't think about it every day Bro. and so I'm not trying to I'm not trying to go back in into that space. You know what's funny? Um, I still put his music on and just find myself just shaking my head like damn that you know ain't what's fair. funny, bro. I to be honest, like you know how I am, man. I'm not overly I'm not overly emotional like that. Um like I'm not going to be the guy crying somewhere. Mm-hmm. I might want to cry. I'm not going to I I do that with my wife. I do that by myself at home. Um but like bro, every I'm not going to lie, every time a nip track comes on, bro, I've never felt like this about a, a entertainer or nobody, like an athlete or nothing like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Like and I guess it's because I feel like they not like me, bro. They've ascended to a place to where like they don't really relate to me like that no more. But like, it, I'm not fighting back tears on the Nipsey stuff no more. But I am like, fuck, man, he's gone, bro. Mm-hmm. We don't got him no more. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like it's weird. Like I was playing. Um, wifey hadn't heard. She just heard the radio spins of um, DJ Khaled's album, right? And so like. I'm playing DJ Khaled's album for him, and then the the Nip and a John Legend track come on, and I'm listening to that track, and I'm thinking about like this track was done and ready just before he passed. Man, this might have been some of the last music he recorded right before he passed. I caught myself getting feeling away. Definitely last video shot. You know what I'm saying, like. It's crazy how it's crazy how somebody that somebody that you don't I've never met I've never even I've never even been within I would say a hundred miles of this nigga man and you just feel like you know him or you know what they're about or you know their agenda and and it just makes you feel like he gets it he knows me he relates 
You know what I'm saying? Like, like I was playing that song and I'm just like, damn, we're never gonna hear it. Like, we're never gonna hear the shit out of this man's brain again. It was the same way I felt like when Michael Jackson passed. I was like, that was the first time that I started thinking about artists and athletes and stuff like that as humans. Because Michael Jackson passed and I was like, they told me and I was like, that, yo, that's a joke. I literally said, that's a joke. I was in a swimming pool. My mans came out and was like, yo, Michael Jackson just died, bro. And he was broken up about it. And I was like, I got out the pool. I was like, bro, you bullshitting. You know what I'm saying? I walked in there and I'm looking at the TV and they're like, yo, Michael Jackson just passed. And it dawned on me, shit, he's human. He's not going to just be making songs for us to rock out to my entire life. I may have said it on the podcast. I literally said the words out loud when my cousin told me that he passed. He was like, Michael Jackson's not going to die. Yeah. I literally said those words. Yeah. <laughs> like, crazy. I remember where I was. I, you know what I'm saying? Just like with the Nip News. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy how how artists and and music's the most powerful thing on the planet, bro. How, how, how a musical artist could, like, it transcends race, gender. Um, political, political party, all of that stuff. How somebody can make music and it can make you feel a way and put you in a place where you're like, I feel personally, I feel like I shed tears when Nipsey Hussle died. I've had family members that I haven't cried for when they passed away. That made me feel a way. When I, when I realized that, that made me feel a way. I was like, bro, are you bugging right now? But that's how music, see, I didn't look at it like that because I was like, this is the place that music can take us. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're from Long Beach, originally b- born there. You know what I'm saying? We're we're from Long Beach. I feel like I know Snoop, bro. I feel like I know Snoop because pops tell us stories about back in the day in the LBC, and because I could listen to Snoop's music and listen to his discography and all this other stuff, and I know that place. Mm-hmm. I know that place. I don't know him, but I know that place, and I know that he ain't lying. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And my pops were from a similar, is from the same era. And those stories and all that, like, I, when he talks about stuff and, like, even when he was talking at the Nip shit, I was like, yeah, this is how all L.A. niggas feel. I I'm, I don't even consider myself an L.A. nigga. Because mm-hmm. I've, be, I've been in San Diego so long. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, yeah, he's speaking for us. Like, you know, And I catch myself saying that, us. Right, right, right. You, you know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's just crazy, like, where music could take you. And, like... With certain songs you hear and stuff like that, and I, I was just on a tangent, just thinking about like, damn, how powerful is music for me to listen to Jim Jones and like people have mistaken me for a New Yorker when I was deep in the dipset. People were like, "Yo, you from New York, nigga?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Nah, son." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, nah, B. Like, oh, I'm dead ass not from New York. Um, <laughs> when was when you first came back from LA? We came back I was from music just telling school. Keisha about that. I was I swear, so mm. funny. Go ahead though. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. I was telling her how I don't remember exactly what you said, but I remember me. Oh, I remember exactly what I said. What you say? We was we was walking down the parking lot, and we was about to cross the street over to the other building yep. and take the shortcut. Yep. And um, I stepped off the curb. I was like, "Yo, did you see that, son?" And you turned around. You was like, "Son, who the fuck are you?" I was like, what you mean, like, boy? You a whole new nigga. What happened? <laughs> I, I spent however many months by myself. That's funny. Running around just, listening to Dipset in my headphones. I was just telling Keisha, because I think we were talking about, like, like people spending time by themselves, like, grown-ups anyway, how, like, how yeah. beneficial it is for you and stuff. And I was telling... Actually, because I, I was telling her how, like, when I was in L.A., 
that was like that time for me. And I was telling her how you were saying that was that time for you. And she said it was that time for her. And I was telling her now when I think about it, it was that time for Jesse too, because he was up at, at Job Corps. And she was like, it's funny, like that whole like little time was like a, it was like a weird time for a lot of people like in our circle. It was a coming of age. I, I That's what I call it, coming right. of age thing. When you spend that, right? like, I'm going to let but you get, okay, I'm gonna let yeah, you get yeah, back yeah. to what you're saying, but when you spend that, when you're in your adolescent years and you have that first time when you're by yourself where it's on you, that don't mean you necessarily got to be from home. That means you don't have the normal security blanket. And for me, it was not having not having um, you there. Mm-hmm. Like me and Derek, there's a gap. Right, right, You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right. And not like, it ain't like me and my love for Derek is no different, but it's a different relationship. Right. We spent a lot of time just based on our age together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not having you, not necessarily being with all the homies day to day, like Isaac and them was just in their first year or two of college and all of that other stuff. They was doing their thing. And I was spending a lot of time by myself, going to work, going to school, coming home. I didn't have no cars, walking back and forth. My headphones were probably my best friend at the time. So whatever I'm playing, putting in my head, and it's like that time to where it's all on you or when it first becomes all on you, Mm -hmm. I tell everybody, that's your coming of age. That's your coming of age. Some people was 18, some people was 25, some people was 21, whatever it is. But that time where you're like, yo... It's on me. I'm either going to have that rent money or I'm not. Right. Or I'm either going to go to class or I'm going to be a bum-ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. That's your coming of age. And that's going to like, you are who you are, but then that's going to shape kind of like how you view the world and how you make your decisions and all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. my bad. I'm off on a tangent. Like what you were saying. I forgot. Oh, no. I was telling Keisha how like. I came back and like I was telling her I remember what you said, but I just remember turning and looking at you like, bro, who are you? Like you like a whole different person now. When Jesse came back from Job Corps, you were saying that same shit. He's like, you're mm-hmm. different, my nigga. Mm-hmm. And I, I just remember telling Keish, I was like, I don't know what he did, who he was kicking it with, or what happened, but I was like, this nigga jokes is funnier. His, <laughs> his lingo was different. He was dressing different, talking different. I'm like, yo, this nigga is brand new in a good way though. In a good way though. What's next on that rundown, man? It's just. Well, shit, that's the power. That's the power of music, man. Cause, I, you know what's funny? Look, I'll tell a story before we go to the next shit. It was to the point to where, like, it was to the point to where, like, when I went out places. I mean, this was back in the day. This was back when we was going out, or when I was going out like that. Like college age was over ten. It was like nah. It was like ten years ago, exactly. You know what I'm saying, or whatever. So. When we was going out places, we had no idea what we was going to be doing. We had no idea who we was going to be kicking it with. I just A lot of times, like I just knew the place I was going, not necessarily everybody in there. So I wasn't I wasn't telling everybody my name. Mm-hmm. Or I would tell them my name, but I wouldn't give them my last name. Or I wouldn't tell them like, where I'm from. Like It was to a point to where like, I went out with Joe one time when he was, uh, when he was still going to school out here. We we met up we met up with Shadif and we was going to a party at SDSU. It wasn't at the school, but it was in somebody's like apartment building in La Jolla or whatever it was, mm-hmm. right? So I told Joe, and at the time I didn't like all his friends from school. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Yo, don't tell these niggas my name. Don't t- like none of that shit." I was like, "You can tell them my name. Just tell them I'm your friend from New York." <laughs> like, the whole night, bro. 
I'm like, yo, you ain't never been on 140th in, in Linux, nigga. Stupid. Like, you niggas is bugging, son. Stupid. Like, going on and on and on, bro. Like, to the point, and they was fucking with me, too. They was like, yo, your boy from New York is crazy. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah, son, we doing different. <laughs> yeah, son. Yeah, done. We doing different. Oh, shit. What you want to talk about? Oh, no, uh, speaking on uh, Nipsey stuff, did you see um, Tyler Perry, that there was a bidding on, there was a bidding on, whose party was it at? I hope I still have that link. But Tyler Perry lost a bidding on a Nipsey Hustle piece um, at somebody's party. It was Beyonce, I want to say. Wow. I want to say. It wasn't like necessarily for Nip. It was just like something they was having and it was auctioning off. Right, shit. Yeah, a painting of his. Yeah, and it was a painting face. of his. Uh-huh. And uh, Tyler Perry missed out. He lost the bidding. Wow. I forgot who he lost it to, but he lost it because of painting the Nip. And I seen the painting, bro. I should have download. I should have saved the link, but I didn't save it. But um, the painting, it was it was like the silhouette painting that all of us have seen with him in the cap, and he's looking off in the distance. And the one that I seen, the most popular one on Instagram, the background's like purple and blue. Yeah, okay, I know something. And he's in the hat, yeah. But it was done in black and white. And I don't know what they did to it, but it was like shimmery. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it had a texture to it. Like it felt like it felt like something. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm looking at the piece and I'm like, yo, damn, this is amazing. And they said that Tyler Perry, when they first brought out the piece, Tyler Perry thought he was going to win. So he let a pr- couple other people go and it was like 10 grand. Did it? No, no, no. It's the, the bidding started at 50K. And Tyler Perry said something outrageous like, oh, let's open the bidding at 50. And Tyler Perry was like, 90. Because he wanted to make sure he won it. And it was like going once, going twice, and somebody was like a hundred thousand. <laughs> and that's what the piece went for. Wow. A Nipsey Hustle piece went for a hundred thousand. Yeah, we need to find the name of that artist and shout him out. Yeah. Hopefully it's a um, black person. That's dope. Um Yeah, maybe maybe I'll post it on the Instagram. Like maybe I'll look at if I remember to look it up. Yeah, do that. Um, when I get home and I'll post it up. Um or I'll put po- or I'll like post a link or something like that or whatever. But um yeah, is um, Nip just touched all walks of life, and 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 I just thought it was dope that I, I just thought it was dope that like all the money that his estate is generating right now is like if you think about it, like Nipsey Nipsey was he he was making money, but he lots wasn't a, but he was a lot lots of it, but he wasn't an A list person that you know is like set up forever. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's just nice to see that he has such an impact. And I read, I read, I want to say like two weeks ago that his like that his um store had made like ten million dollars since he died. I saw that. I saw that. And it's just nice to know that like because how I try to live my life, and I and this is something that I think about often. Like if I were to go, if I had an untimely death, like I'm driving home tonight and I don't make it. God forbid. Yeah, God forbid. Not necessarily like, oh, my wife's going to get all this money for people trying to support and all this other stuff. But to me, that's a validation of the person that he was. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was clear that he was a person that everybody he came in contact with felt a good way about him. Mm-hmm. That he has this much support. Like, that's what I'm saying. He's not an A-list rapper. For his store to make this much money, like, in the short time that he's been gone... Maybe it made equal, maybe more money than the store has ever made. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it just it just goes into the impact of it, it just it just shows your impact of the way you lived your life. And I try to live my life in a way that if I'm not here, that like nobody can say a bad thing on my name without people being like, stop, 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 stop. Right. Yeah. Never would have been that dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I try to live like that. We all um, should be. Yeah. Trying to, anyway. Let's segue into some other stuff, cause how you had to come on the pod and be like, "Yo, I had some air, some stuff off my chest. I gotta get some shit off my chest, bro." Well, let's hear it. So, I go to my good my good friend. I told you about the the block party we went to. Right. Um, my friend tells me about so I. I had a business falling out with with a business partner. Of course, he was a fellow coach of mine, and uh, we didn't see eye to eye on some things that he was doing. And as a result of that, I I started working at a different school. He had to distance himself from the but club. But also, as a result of that, the opportunity came whether no, you no, had no. good time. Yeah, yeah, or no, no, no. I was going to no, take that opportunity no matter what. Right. It made it easier for me to leave where I was and go do something else uh-huh. or whatever. So, um. I, I do that, and as a result of as a result of that, like my my team, we did went off and did well. And me and this dude have to see each other. We play in the same league, like our teams play. So I keep it kosher with him. But I found out that homeboy was been talking shit on me, been talking shit on my name, uh-huh. like trying to paint me in a bad light. Some stuff that I would never do. Some of the stuff that me and him have fallen out over. So, without putting out all that business over there, because I'm, I'm, look, look, the people that listen to us faithfully, you guys know, you guys probably know the kind of people we are at this point. I am not a snitch. I will, I don't do that kind of shit. So I'm not gonna put homeboy's name out here. I'm not gonna do all that. But he's doing some fuckboy shit. So I see a a good friend of ours that I met through him. But since I've gone a personal attachment to, me and this person are really good friends. You saw us last week at the block party. This is my friend, bro. Yeah. Invited us over her house before the block party, everything. This is my friend. She tells me, like, yo, he's out here saying foul stuff about you and all this other stuff. Right? So, like, I'm like, okay. And just me finding out that he's, like, the stuff that he's saying is crazy, bro. Like. It's crazy. Like I said, it's stuff that he's into that I don't mess with. That I, I don't mess with at all. Mm-hmm. But just like, but that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, dealing with fuckboy shit and like, and just speaking on how you live your life. He said this and he knows her a lot better than I do. He's known her a lot longer than I do. He said that to her and she was like, and I told her because we're texting about it. And I said, just because I haven't said it, literally my text message, just because I haven't said it, I hope that you don't need to hear this, but none of that shit is true. She says, as soon as he said it, I knew it wasn't true. Just going to speak into like how you live your life. If you live the right way, when people talk shit on you, nobody's going to believe it. You know what I mean? Like, or at least the the kind of shit that they're talking, nobody should believe. We're like, we all got good and bad about us. If homeboy would have told her that, like, yo, Steph got went crazy and cussed some. If if homeboy would have said to her, yo, Steph got crazy and cussed cussed somebody out, she could believe that because I probably get hot and I might say some crazy shit. Right. But the shit he talking about, no, never, never, 
me with a me with a young kid or nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Like besides me being or I try to be a a, a Christian man out here, like fam, why would you say that about anybody? Look, I got I don't got no enemies. I don't consider him a friend. He ain't my enemy. He ain't gonna do shit to me. But I would never say no shit like that to him. Right. About him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I told him that. I told dude. Let's just call him dude X. You know what I'm just saying? Dude, just dude. Yeah, just dude. I told dude. Hey, hey fam. I know at one point we were boys. We are not boys anymore. I am not your friend, dog. Your ship is sailed, playboy. And you know how I am. I walk up to you and say exactly what it is, bro. Right, right. I was like, don't mistake me for your friend, bro. I am not your friend, bro. But and I told him this. What I won't do, because I'm no snitch, dog. I'm not going to be running around out here telling people what you were into. I put it out there. We had a business falling out. That's all it is, bro. If I have to talk to you again about this, it's going to get physical, bro. That's exactly what I told him. So when I see homeboy... I'm going to bring it up, and it might have to get physical. Don't do it in public. Oh, it ain't going to have to be in public. I know this nigga is. live in the same building as me. Then people don't know exactly what you're talking about. We don't let that out for sure. But, like, that's like, and I ain't bumped, it's been a week, and I ain't yeah. bumped into the nigga. Probably strategic on his part. And that's what I'm saying. Well, maybe, maybe he don't know that you know that. He know. You should hit him. He know. Nah. Not gonna hit that nigga. Cause I don't want him getting his story together. I don't want him thinking about it. I don't want him trying to avoid me more. I feel that. I don't want him to think about it more. Like I've already like we park in the same lot, nigga. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like And the the crazy thing about it is, homeboy uh, apparently thought that I wouldn't find out. So you're gonna tell us somebody that's a mutual friend of ours, and you like some foul shit about me. You're gonna tell them some foul shit about me and think that I'm not gonna hear about it? And more importantly, he knows me. I was about to say, he probably knows that you guys have developed a friendship. And he was like, well, maybe Steph ain't, ain't gave her the tea yet. So I'm going to go ahead and put this on the table. No, that's that's what she said. She was like, it felt like he was trying to make himself look better. So he was trying to talk some shit on you. Damn. And she she literally told me she was like. Proof is in the pudding right there. Yeah. And that's what she was like. She literally told me she was like. She said, you know, like. This is the same Steph that, like, when I couldn't pick up my daughter, was like, yo, like, where's her school at? I go get it. Yeah. Like, this is the same person that would do, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you understand that? You know what I'm saying? Like, people are looking, for everybody that doesn't know, everybody's looking at your works. Your reputation precedes you. Always. If somebody knows something about you, before you walk in the room, they have a perception of you. It behooves you to walk right, to treat people the right way. That don't mean that you don't never go off on people. That means that when you go off on their ass, it was a good ass reason. Mm-hmm. And that you've exhausted everything else before having to give somebody the business. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I'll just use myself as an example. I've tried to do, or I like to think that I have done, Everything that in my chosen profession, which is coaching, like I have a day job, but I don't even include that as my job. 
in my in my in like my day in my actual chosen profession of coaching, I feel that I've tried to do everything in a manner to where nobody that's had to deal with me in that room could say anything bad about me. He's always been a stand-up guy. Even when he's had to turn the other cheek, he's just went on about his business and he's coached his teams and he's done this and he's done what he's had to do to move himself forward and to move his program forward. I don't step on people's neck. I don't do other shit. I don't talk shit on people to make myself look good. Right. I let my coaching and all that shit do the talking for me. Right. Go ask any other parents that I've... Because I, I view myself as a servant to those families. Go ask any of those people that I've worked for. That I've trained their daughters. That I've coached their daughters. Go ask them about me. Go ask them about their feeling about Coach Steph. I don't play them games, bro. And when homeboy sees me, he's going to have to answer some questions, bro. And if he doesn't want to answer them questions, bro... I, I can't. I can't be responsible for what happens after. Or if he feels some kind of way, I can't be happens. I can't be responsible for what happens afterwards. And like I said, I told him, you keep on talking about me, bro. It's gonna get physical. It's cool. I know we have disagreement. You might be venting to people, whatever. But I'm hearing about it. I'm telling you, I'm not. I'm done hearing about it. If well, I have to hear about it some more, I'm bringing it straight to you. Well, well, well. What he said isn't even isn't even venting. But he said isn't even venting. It's just lying. You know what I'm saying? It's like it doesn't even. Yeah. 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 And that, but and that's and that's. Yeah, man. I had to, I had to get that off. I feel you. I, feel I had you. to get that off. Like, like since the block party, I got some information at the block party. Since the block party, because we were both there, um, I found out some other stuff, and that's mm-hmm. why I was like, "Yo, man, I was gonna hit you. Actually, I was gonna call you because I was hot." Like I said, we live in close proximity to each other. I could easily pull up. You know what I'm saying? But I was like, you know what? Like, in, in all honesty, like I'm not built like that. Like what? Like I'm not gonna walk up to your house and beat the brakes off your ass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think it's a disrespectful thing to approach somebody at their house. You're gonna if somebody came to me, my queen's in here, bro. You're going to make me do something that I wouldn't otherwise do. I feel you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to put nobody in that space. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I was like, you know how I am with people lying on me, bro. I'm not, I'm not with that, bro. I don't understand it. Like, I'm not going to be out here lying on you. I'm going to tell the truth on you if I feel like you wrong. (laughs) Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, that's a bitch ass nigga. And then I'm going to start listing off the reasons. Everybody going to be like, yeah. You bitch ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I'm not gonna be sitting out here lying. Right. But that's why I was like, yo. I was like, I'm gonna just tell this nigga on the pod, bro. Look at me over here thinking about content. I'm over here like, yo. You know, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait till we get over here. Or bro, whatever. everything comes to the pod. Everything <laughs> comes to the pod from now on. Whatever you mad at, whatever you happy about, whatever you excited about. Everything comes to the pod, bro. This is where we bringing it to. I was like, you, you know, I was like, you know what, man? I need to bring my personal life to the pod. Why you said we don't be getting personal enough? I'm about to bring it personal. So, uh, look, you know me. That's the only reason why I told that story. I mean, yeah. I, mean I needed yeah. to vent too. Yeah. yeah, you big bro. I needed to yeah. vent, but that was another. I could have told you off, Mike. Yeah, you know what I mean. We got to bring it here. Alert! 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 If you are a fuck boy and you are listening to this, you guys are out of style. Was never in style. 
Nah, they were in style. Nah, never. Nah, they were in style. Never. Girls was fucking with the fuck boys that was doing everything for the show and all of that other stuff. They was talking to niggas greasy because they thought they would get them girls and all of that other shit. They, like being a tough guy. And you're not. That was in style. And, I, and I'm calling that fuck boy it shit. It may still be in style. I feel like. Yeah, feel because, because, and this is this is the most important thing. When you have when you have people speaking of being a tough guy, I don't want to miss it. No, so no, no, go ahead. We're recording on a Sunday. The, uh, the 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 Warriors just won Game Two of the NBA Finals. Yeah. They're going back to Golden State series tied one one. I'm looking at my IG right now. They in the locker room. You see Steph yelling to uh to Drake. See you in the Bay, Aubrey. You wasn't talking tonight, were you, bum ass? <laughs> Yo, okay. Look, that's a great segue. I was good. That's a great segue. Because I came on here last week. I came on here last week. And I was like, I'm not with this Drake stuff. It's too much, bro. I've done a 180. I fully fuck with it. Oh, I'm not sorry I want him to say to, that. I want him to go hard as shit on the sidelines every game because, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, yo, Drake's in a unique situation. Why wouldn't he do that? He's the ambassador of a country for for most people. For most people. For most Americans, Canada don't mean nothing outside of Drake. Yeah. And maybe, like, the Winter Olympics when they, you know unless what I'm saying? Like, unless you like hockey. Yeah, and that, that, but that's what I'm saying, like. Canada ain't blicking on our radar like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, whatever. So, like, this is his squad. His country. Yeah, his country. His city. He's from Toronto. His city. And he's the biggest star from there. Ever. And he's sitting sideline. He's supposed to be putting on. Him going that hard is hyping up the whole crowd to yes. go as hard as they going to go. Yes. And that I, is I, our team, and that is our yeah. guy going and not down even, there going hard And not even us. just because on the country, like, that's his country shit. Like, I wish every star that was from their city, if they, if you're a basketball fan yep. like that, I want you to so be on the sideline of your team, your team, your, your team. team. Your and this team. is what I don't mess with, Drake. Drake, since you're since you're such a big Toronto fan, stop being a fan of everybody else. Stop going to everybody else's game, dapping them up. They could be your friends, bro. Them could be your friends, but you hold it down for the Raptors. And I'm fully with it now, bro. I like the controversy. I like them asking Draymond and all them about questions. Like, they was asking Draymond. <laughs> they said about the um, altercation. He was like, I wouldn't call it an alter. No, they said scuffle. He said, I wouldn't call it a scuffle. Like, I didn't push him. He didn't push me. I didn't hit him. He didn't push me. I wouldn't call that a scuffle. I like, I like that. You know what I'm saying? I just like all the questions. It adds something to the NBA Finals for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ooh, Drake in the mix. You know what I'm saying? Type of thing. And like... Like I said, away from the basketball, just give us something else to talk about. Like, I'm fully with it. I'm fucking with it. I'm fucking with it. Heavy. Heavy. Same. Just because, like, the whole the whole Lint, the whole Lint thing, him, like, posting. Uh, it's not like that was the Lint that was in his hair. But him, like, acting like he go auction off the Lint that was in Steph Curry's head, bro. Like, it's just, all that shit's funny. It's just good fun. At first, I was like, man, Drake trying to be a part of the game. And now I'm like, man, this is all in good fun, bro. Like. Even if he is trying to be a part of the game, like, this shit is lit. <laughs> this shit is lit. Super lit. Oh, it ain't sports, but I ha- I wanted to ask you about it because I was looking all the whole uh, the baby stuff. How dude uh, was all doing all that wolf and pick the fight and then lost. Everybody done covered it a million times. We ain't got to talk about it. But I wanted to because it got me thinking about a time I was acting tough. 
a couple times actually I might have act tough and got beat up. Oh. So was there ever a time when you was you picked a fight or was acting like a real tough guy for whatever reason and then messed around and lost the fight? When you okay, so you put this you put this in a text message thread and I was like, huh. I was like, let me think about this. Like I, I like I ain't been in a fight forever. And I was like, let me think about this. So I went back to one of his kids. I've never picked a fight and lost. I've never picked a fight and lost. I can't think, or at least I can't remember one. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can, but I I can't remember the only time, the only time where I could remember even picking a fight and thinking like, "Fuck, I'm gonna lose," is when, is when we was kids and we was in Paris and Elston's uh, front yard, and I don't think you picked that fight. You okay, you know what you did? I you did. It was some shit going on, and then I was like, "I've had enough." Right. You right. know what I'm saying? And right. I was like, "What's up?" Right. And I felt like him and his cousin was gonna jump on me, but I was willing to take that L. But his cousin didn't jump in, and I, and I you know, I hurt that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, but I can't think of a time where I picked a fight. I, I just, I don't feel like I picked a bunch of fights. I don't feel like I picked a bunch of fights. No, I, I couldn't. Like, I was really trying to think. Like, I was really, really trying to think. I, it's, it's funny. I'm gonna tell my story first, and I'm gonna get to what I was about to say. I can remember two times I picked a fight and lost. One time, actually, the first fight I, I lost in Escondido, because you know we was fighting a lot when we first got out there. Mm-hmm. I went like four and zero my first four, maybe I think maybe three and zero. And then that fourth one, I was in PE class and homegirl Kenyatta. Shout out to the homegirl Kenyatta. She was uh like tying her shoe or like down on her knee doing something. And this Mexican dude like came, you know, like you know what I'm saying you a young dude just being immature. She down on her knee. And he coming like like he like in front of her like like he putting putting her head like towards his crotch you know what I mean and that's the homegirl I'm like bro chill out like what are you doing he like mind your business I'm like bro that's my homegirl like leave her alone like mind your business <laughs> that man. is my business and to keep it funky yeah. to keep it funky I thought I could win the fight yeah and I and I it was a dude that I didn't really like so, so he was going like, extra he was right, like yo right, 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 right. what you mean right. yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so he's he's like telling me to mind my business and I'm like bro I'm gonna say what I want like. Nigga, like, do something about it. And then he came over there, bro. Came in my face. <laughs> I pushed him. He swung at me, bro. And I ducked it. And then tried to, like, because he was bigger than me, I was trying to, like, my thinking was, be- I mean, it was a stupid strategy. But my thinking was at the time, like, okay, this dude is bigger than me. Standing up right here brawling is not the best thing. If I rush him and get him on the ground one time and get on top of him, yeah. then I got him. I yeah. rushed him, bro. My, 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 my little light ass didn't get him to the ground. <laughs> This dude, while I'm at him, I, I'm like, I mean, I, I mean, y'all can't see me right now, but I'm at him, like trying to like grab him around, like his, like around, like like right here, like around his body. This dude, and I had a hoodie on. This dude grabbed my hoodie and like pulled it up over my head and was holding it with one hand and started working me over, bro. Hit me in the face twice, hit me in the body. This dude with one hand because he was holding holding me with one hand and beating me up with the other hand. This dude beat me up so bad, bro. I'm crying. That was one, that was the first time I had to come and get you. Like, all right, because I had PE the last period of the day. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I'm finna go get my brother. And then we go see what's up. And then you went over there and beat dude up. Now you know? he was gone. We had to come back the next you day. You right. We had to come back the next day. You yeah. right. You right. You right. Because right. that right. was the first time. You know what's funny? This shit, that was a long ass time ago. But that was when that was when, when we first moved when we first moved to North County, that's when people was like Okay, yo, shit, like them two ain't playing no game. Yeah, like they're they're not from around here. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because the next day, I remember I remember this crystal clear. 
We went back. You came and got me that day. We went back to wherever y'all fought from. It was on the field or some shit like yep, that, right? Yep. You're and he was right. gone. You're right. Yep. And I was like, all right, we're going to come back tomorrow. Right, right. So he came back tomorrow and he was there. He was like, that's him. Right. I tapped him on the shoulder. He turned around and said, yo, did you hit him yesterday? And he was like, yeah. He was laughing. Boop. I'm and I just like, teed I just blacked out and I started teed getting on the work. Yep, yep. But <laughs> that was, I remember, you know what's crazy? Your memory is a lot sharper than mine. That is one day that stands out in my mind like I was telling Derek about that. I was telling Derek, I was like, yo, man, like we was talking about like fighting or like when you're younger, when you fight, like you get kind of like anxious about shit. Like you get anxious about the fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like and I was telling Derek, I was like, I was never really like that. Like I felt like I could fight and I was like, we're going to see. So I'll just be sitting. I would always tell people like, yo, bro, like. I'm going to be talking to you just like this, and then I'm going to hit you, bro. I ain't going to be getting mad and pushing you, none of that shit, bro. Mm-hmm. And I just tapped dude. I was like, yo, did you hit my brother yesterday? And he thought the shit was a joke. Yeah. And I was just like, poop, flip, flip the switch. It even shocked me how calm and how quick you just started swinging on me. I, I, I never, that even shocked me when you did that. The other time I could think of, I mean, I picked a, a bunch of fights with you and lost, but that don't really count. That. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I don't count um, them. I don't count them. Like, find um, your brothers, find your cousins, like, everybody's taking L's. I was going to say, I can't tell the story then, because I remember, I don't know if it was the last time we fought, but you, and see, I don't know if you picked it, but I, I, I definitely remember feeling like he keep messing with me, and we, like, we keep, I keep telling him, like, bro, leave me alone. But what's, what's the other time? I don't even remember the last time we fought. I, I'm pretty sure it was, I think it was the last time. We had a few shoving matches after that, but I think the, the last time we actually, like, a few punches were thrown and we actually, like, tussled a little bit. I don't remember what happened. I just knew I was playing varsity football now and I was lifting weights, so I felt like I was a little a little stronger and a little tougher. And even with this one, I don't... We were cleaning up. We were supposed to be cleaning up before Mom got home. And you, you were cleaning up, and me and Derek were kind of messing around. I was supposed to be cleaning up the bathroom because remember I worked out that deal. I was like, yo, I'm going to just clean the bathroom. I don't want to do dishes. Yeah. I'm going to just clean the bathroom. Yeah. And you I was adamant about that shit. Right. And I, was, um, I wasn't really cleaning up. And I think we had worked out something with mom to where she was like, y'all can only leave if the house is clean when I get home. Mm-hmm. And so because I wasn't cleaning up, you're like, bro, I'm trying to leave. Like, yeah. go clean up. And I'm like, bro, get out my face. Like, I'm going to clean up. Like, I'm going to clean up. And you're like, what you mean get out your face? I'm like... Exactly what I said. Get out of my face. And we like, I'm I'm standing like in front of the doorway in the bathroom on Sandalwood. And remember, you came and like, not hard, but it's like kind of pushed me. Like, get there and clean up. And I came like, like bro, like what you pushed me for? And I remember I pushed you back. And like right when you went to push me, I remember I just like grabbed you and we just started like tussling. And I remember like while we're, <laughs> I'm hella wrong while I remember the story now. And while we're tussling, because I knew you was going to get the best of me, I like gave you like a rib shot. And that made me, you kind of like, like turn me over and gave me a couple and then kind of like left me alone. Like, all right, like we got our punches in, like, all right. And I remember I, I said, what, I, I, I said something to you. I remember exactly what I said, but you're walking away at this point. Like I said, I'm lifting weights now, playing varsity football, feeling like I'm tough. You're walking away at this point, And I said something to you. And I said, you didn't pick the fight. I picked it <laughs> while I'm talking. Uh, and you came, you came back at me. And, and why, why I felt like you picked it is because in the, in the midst of us, like, Mixing it up, I remember like I anyway. Let me just tell the story. So you came back in my face, and you was like, "What?" And I'm like, right, "Like I said, I don't remember what I said, but I'm like, yeah, you heard me, whatever." And then you push me, and I'm standing like in front of the washer and dryer, and you're kind of like almost in front of our bedroom. Mm-hmm. And I remember I, remember I push you into the wall, and the, the the picture fell off the wall, 
And then you push me into the washer and I kind of like, because the washer's low and I kind of like my back kind of bent. I remember I just came at you and it's like pushed you, but like grabbed your shirt and like held you on the wall. And like you kind of like flipped me and like, and then slammed me on the wall. And then we ended up like going to the floor and we tussling and we like tussling on the wall and we get back up. And I remember like, I got a good one on you. Like I slammed you on the wall real hard. Boom! And I was like, Steph, I'm not playing, bro. Leave me alone. I remember because I got you a good one. I'm feeling, I'm feeling real tough now. And I remember, I don't know, I don't know where I summoned this strength from because you always been way stronger than you were supposed to be for that age. But I remember I slammed you and I said what I said, like, bro, I'm not playing. And you tried to like do something and I just got your hands off and grabbed you again and boom, slammed you on the wall again. And I remember even shocked myself, but I remember um when I slammed you on the wall, you hit like the uh, like the light switch, because you know it's plastic, like the light switch thing. And I slammed your back on that and you cut your back on it and it cracked. And I remember I didn't realize it cracked till after we was done fighting. And then I remember like like you could obviously couldn't tell it was bleeding. I remember looking in your face like, oh that hurt. And then like I saw it was like that you was hurt. So I tried to do it again and you didn't let me do it. And then we end up like, you know what I'm saying? Like we both like kind of jumped back and squared up and threw some punches and it was another quick little tussle and that was the end of it. So I guess I can't even say I won, but just like the fact that I able to, was able to That's get that and I never was able to get that before shit, I was I like, shit. But no, I, I, I hella remembered that wrong. And see, in my, in my mind, because I told you like while we was going like, bro, leave me alone. And you kept trying to go. That's probably why I felt yeah. like you picked the fight, but I definitely picked that fight. You know, while I'm here trying to just talk. Just speaking of brothers fighting, you remember <laughs> since we going down memory lane. You remember when Derek first got big and he tested me? I do. I want to say I don't know what we was arguing about. All I remember, all I remember was we were sitting in the living room. Mom and Dad wasn't home. And Derek stood up. I think I was telling him to do something. Or I told him to shut up or something like that. And he got up and was like, I'm not little no more. I'll beat your ass. And I was like. I remember that. I was like, what? You got you fired up quick. I was like, what? And I didn't even say nothing to him. I was like, little nigga, put your shoes on. Yeah, I And I was like, put your shoes on, bro. I'm mm-hmm. about to whoop your ass. Mm-hmm. Put my shoes on real quick. And I walked outside, and our apartment building, it was like, you come out of our house, and you're standing right over, like, the walkway. You're standing right under the walkway of the apartments upstairs. So, like, there's, like, grass in the front of our apartment, but there's a long walkway to the parking lot. I walked down the, par- I, I walked down the walkway. I stood in the parking lot, and I was like, literally, curb, parking lot. Cars is parked, like, 20 feet away. I stood on there. Derek come outside. He hot. He hot. He ready to go. He like, I ain't little no more. He swole. And he bigger than me and Derek, y'all. I mean, me and Mike. He much bigger big. than us. Much bigger. Much bigger. Especially, much bigger. especially when he was playing football. Much bigger. When he was lifting, yeah. He was a state-ranked football player. Yeah. He much bigger than me and Mike. But, and this is what I tell everybody. I'm big bro, bro. I'm I'm your big brother, bro. I don't care how big you get. I am not scared of you, nigga. Right. Like, I have no fear of you. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? So he comes out, Derek come out, he hot, he got his fist balled up or whatever. And he come out, and while he's walking up, I say, you step off that curb, and I'm going to beat your ass. And he just standing right in front of me. I'm like, step off the curb, bro. Step off the curb, bro. Mind you, I don't want to have to knock his ass out, because I'm going to get in trouble. I'm definitely going to get in trouble by our parents. So I'm thinking in my head, he step off this curb, I, I have to come through on this promise to hurt his ass. Right. But I'm not trying to get in trouble. Right. Like, at this point, we in high school. Derek ain't in high school yet. I'm trying to go out on the weekend. Nah, he was in high school. Yeah, he, he was in high school. Yeah, 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 he was lifting. We might have been graduated by then. 
Because if he was like that swole like that, we I think we were yeah. graduated. We were yeah. graduated already. Yeah, we might have been like a we year out of we might have been a year out of high school, but Derek big as shit. Yeah, in high school, right? His, his junior and senior year, he was decent. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm gonna have to really. Like, this is going to be more than, like, big bro putting his hands on you, not letting you get up. I'm going to have to knock his ass out. <laughs> I'm thinking that. And he's sitting there. He balling his fist up. He's looking at me crazy. I'm like, step off the curb, bro. Step off the curb, bro. Like, he don't step off the curb. I'm like, you know. And Jesse was there, too. Jesse was at the house, too. I'm like, take your ass back inside before I beat your fucking ass. And I just walk past him, but I go back in the house. <laughs> I told Jesse, I think I told both of y'all afterwards, I was like, yo, I'm so glad I had to fight this nigga, bro. Like, I'm not, I got no, I got, I don't think I would have lost a fight. I know I wouldn't have lost a fight. That, like, no, I'm not playing that. I would have started, he younger than, I would have started to fight way before he was ready. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But right. I don't want to fight nobody that big. Not, Hell no. You know what I mean? Now, nobody that big and that angry. That's what yeah. I tell people all yeah. the time. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, just thinking like, I was telling Bird, she was like, she was like, wait, because she know Derek, Derek, oh, Derek ain't flashing temper since she been around like that. She was like, wait, Derek had a temper like that? I was like, yeah, like, when he was younger, he couldn't stand us. Like, any kind of what he thought was talking down to him, he wasn't taking none of that not shit. Wrong. Like, he had been lifting. Like, he literally stood up and was like, I'm not little no more. I'll beat your ass. I'm like, <laughs> I was sitting down in Dad's chair. And he meant it with all oh, his yeah. heart, bro. He was sitting, he on, was the not he was sitting on the end of the sofa, which that. was right in front of Dad's chair. Right. And I'm sitting in the chair, and I'm like, I remember looking at you, and I was like, take your ass outside. And I just put my shoes on that was by the door, and just, I didn't even lace them up. I just pulled the laces hella tight, mm -hmm. and just walked out, and just walked out to the, I was like, bring your ass out here, I'm gonna whoop your ass. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> like, yo. Me and Jesse, last time he was at the house, we was talking about, we was just running down memory lane, like when we was helping, um, when we was helping Jeff, well, no, we was helping Antoine and Finus and then moved, and then Jeff was fucking with Derek, and he, he grabbed that knife. Yeah, Derek grabbed that knife. It was like. Let's tell these stories when we got Derek on the pod. Let's not air him out. Let's wait till he on the pod, man. I was like, yo. Not even, that ain't even no foul story. This is like, yeah, yo, he right. just had enough you're shit right. talk. Right. Jeff yeah. pushed everybody's butts. Like, I be telling Bert, like, she don't know Jeff from nowhere. She met Jeff one time when he came out here from Vegas one time when we were still living on Oak Hill. Okay. Um, she met Jeff one time. And she, she was like, do you even like that guy? Like, you know, I was like, you know what's funny? Now that I'm grown, I could really sit back and go, I was I not fucking like that. Nigga, <laughs> I was, remember you said that. He was like, yo, like. He was the homie in high school and all that shit. But he just he just liked making me mad, bro. He just thought it was funny. Call me a sidekick. Motherfucker tell me I could hold his pocket and shit. I'm like, and we and we joke with each other. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we we like we for real. It was people that couldn't hang out with us because of how we joke with each other. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have if you were sensitive like that, don't hang around this group. I remember when he when he texted you asking if he, if if you wanted to be his sidekick. That remember, I remember that had you tight. <laughs> I was like, yo, I'm gonna I remember I used, I used to kick it with Jeff a lot, and I remember how mad he was, and I remember I told him because he was dropping me off at home, and he was trying to come in and play and get on the stick. He's like, can I come in and get on a video game? I was like, nah, man. He was like, <laughs> he was like, what happened? I'm like, bro, you know my brother ain't messing with you right now, bro. He was like, nigga, I was just playing. I was like, bro, you could tell me you was just playing to see what happened, but if you if, if you and him ain't good, you can't come in the house, bro. Like, bro. 
I can't do that. Bro, that's like, that's why as soon as he walked up, he was like, hey, man, I'm sorry for, uh, you know what I'm saying? Da, da, da. No, the crazy part about it was, like, I'm not tripping. I could take a joke. I've always been able to take a joke, bro. <laughs> I could, I've always been able to take a joke. Oh, man. But, like, it's just, bro. So, the first time he asked me, it was literally, like, me, him, and Kevin. Actually, to be a psychic. Yeah. Uh-huh. And we was talking about some shit. We was like, oh, like... And we was joking around with Kevin. We was like, oh, like... You know, homeboy used to hover around Kevin. We was like, that's his sidekick and shit. Yeah. Oh, right? I never knew that's where that came from. Okay. Yeah. And then he was like, yo, Steph. And he was just joking around. We was in the foyer of the gym. And he was like, yo, Steph, bro, like... I'm looking for people, like, to be my sidekick and shit. Like, if you want to put an app in, like, it's cool, bro. Like, you'll move to the top of the line type shit. And like he said, like, I'll put you at the front of the line, bro. You'd be the first person with an interview type shit. Like, joking around. It was funny. I was like, nah, bro. You know I ain't the type. Um, just joking around with it. Me, me, him, and Kevin making crazy jokes about it. Or whatever. But the fact, the, what made me mad is he kept on going with that joke. Mm-hmm. It would be, like, in front of the homies. It, it was even, like, one time, one time he was leaving school and it was just me and him in his car. Right? And he had the 5.0. And he's drop. He was like, "Yo, I'll drop you off." I was like, "Cool." He's dropping me off, and like, um, he just dropped me off at the corner of our shit because he didn't want to pull in our shit and have to back up and turn back around. He dropped me off at the corner of our apartment of our street, and he go, "I open the door to like step out the car." I get out the car, I grab my backpack. He goes, "Step." I turn around, I look back in. He was like, "Yo, bro, if you want to be my sidekick, it's cool." I was like, nigga, whoa, slammed his car door, right? So every time he brought that up in front of all y'all, he been known. Okay. I'm not playing with this nigga on that shit, bro. Hey, so I was like, Steph, take that so personal. I'm going to be like, Jeff, you crazy, nigga. Get up out of here. This nigga Steph and take it no, so bro, personal. No, like, bro. That nigga was trying. And it worked. And it worked, bro. <laughs> and it worked. To this day, I'd be like, yo, if he asked me about some shit. <laughs> I bet not bring up a T-Mobile sidekick. Don't bring a Robin. No, bro. Don't bring a Robin yeah, from Batman. Yeah, no sidekicks anywhere. No sidekicks nowhere, though. He better not say, these is my sidekicks. Like, I wear these when I do yard work. I'm going to be on his ass. Those are my adjacent kicks. Say adjacent. Don't yeah, even say bro. side when you're around me. You want to be, you wanna be my friend adjacent? <laughs> like, yo. I Yeah, I wasn't messing with none of that. I wasn't messing with none of that. Yo, our child, like... <laughs> Yeah, our child was wild, bro. Let's our child was wild. You want to do this? You want to do this? Uh, this driving while black and get up out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my th- my thriving while black. Um, this week is a uh, our homegirl Keisha Cox. She just um she just graduated from Brandon University in Canada. Um, with her BA. And just a little background on Keisha, if. If you've been in the North County area any time in the last 10 years, you know who Keisha Cox is. This girl's an outstanding basketball player, bro. Like, outstanding. Example, she played our school's girls team, which was a good team. They won like 68 to 50. Keisha had... 55 of the team, 68 points. I watched her, I watched her team play a high school game. I watched her high school team play a game where her team won 36 to 33, and she had 34 of her team's 36 points. Yeah. She outscored the other team by herself. Yeah. 
Like, she's an amazing basketball player. And just, like, how her story goes, she graduated high school. She took off for college. And for the next couple years, whether her fault or just circumstances of people she was around or whatever, um, she bounced around from school to school, eventually ended up out of school, having to go back to junior college um, at, at the age of, like, 24, 25 or something like that. She goes to junior college. She dominates. She averages 20, 24, 25 points. Um, let me be on the low end and say 22 points a game, right? The best player to ever play at Palomar Junior College, and that's saying something because that program puts them out every year. They're dominating every year. Um, just her journey through all of that, through just – she's my homegirl, and – I know things about her situation, and I'm not going to share all of that. I will say her journey has not been an easy road. Not at all. For her to go from high school phenom, really, to bouncing around, getting in trouble, whether it be this, that, or the third, and ending up out of school, to persevering through all of that, to go back to school, to do what she had to do on the court and take care of her grades to go and to go all the way to Canada um, to to continue her education and to continue her career as a basketball player. And she goes to Brandon University over there in Canada, killing. She's killing. She made, she made second team all Canada. It's not just like their school thing. They rank everybody in Canada over there. So she's second team all Canada over there. And now, and now she's gonna be coming home with a degree in hand. Um, she's um, she's hired an agent, and she's and she's pursuing her. Um, if you ask me, and I'm a I coach women's basketball. Keisha is a pro. She should get a shot at a WNBA team. I'm not saying she'll make it, but she should get a shot at a WNBA team. She gets buckets like that. I think she'll make it. But now she has an agent, and um, she's looking. She's looking to play overseas, and eventually end up in the WNBA. And she is a Keisha's one of those people to me. Like we haven't talked consistently all the time, but she's one of those people that we've had certain conversations with, and we talk about certain things to where it's like she knows that I'm always be here for her whenever she needs me. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel that way about her. She is a dear, dear friend, and she's persevered a lot. She's persevered through a lot to get to where she's at, to have that degree in hand, to have to. She ain't getting, she ain't getting no agent because she don't have options. You know what I'm saying? To to hold on to that dream and to go through all she's been through. Like I said, I'm not at liberty to discuss everything she's been through. I don't know if she want her business out like that, but it's it's a lot. And anybody that's came like anybody that's ascended to any kind of level, being a person of color, you know what you gotta go through to do that. And I just wanna give her a big, a big, big shout out. Um, Keisha, if you're if you hear this, we are super, super proud of you, man. I can't wait till you get home to uh celebrate you. To really celebrate with you and to celebrate you. Um I'm coming to your graduation party when we get out here, man. Me and the wifey's coming through. Um, I'm pulling up too. Man, much much love to you, Keish. Much love to you, Keish. That's K dot Cox underscore eight on Instagram. K period C O X underscore eight on Instagram.
And like that, I think that I think we good. I think we are. I think we good. So we're gonna go ahead and get up out of here. Family Room Podcast, episode 14. I'm Mike Rome. Stefan Rome. And uh oh yeah, you can find us on Instagram at Family Room Pod. Podcast. No, it's, it's, yeah, at Family Room Podcast on Instagram. At Family Room Podcast, spelled the normal way. Let me go ahead and do this 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 outro the correct way. It's Mike Rome. Stephon Rome. Thanks for rocking with us. Thanks for messing with us. Thanks for checking us out. Keep messing with us. You got any suggestions of what you think we should be doing? Um, anything, anything, <laughs> anything you think we should talk about? Anything you think we're doing wrong? Because we down, we we down for all the criticism. Don't mean we gonna necessarily do what you say, but we down to listen to all the criticism. We are we here for y'all. We trying to get better and keep keep moving forward. What we doing here, man? So keep messing with us, man. Family Room Podcast, Episode Fourteen. Yeet. We out. <laughs>